We hope that you've enjoyed this week's episode and enjoyed both parts, part one and two. We do apologize for the break in between the two, which is why we have two parts this week. Look forward to speaking with you next weekend. We want to take a minute and give credit to one of our sponsors of the show, Her Two Beauty Bar. They specialize in all-natural skincare, all-natural ingredients, which includes sensual body butters, cleansing soap milk, exfoliating sugar scrubs, facial aloe skin products, and argan hair care. Go to MySkinCareNatural.com to shop for your natural skincare needs. Now, back to the show. Well, hello, 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 Keisha. What's going on? Hey, good afternoon. How's your week been? Uh, wasn't too bad. Not nothing, okay. nothing exciting. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> How about yours? But we, it was, you know what? Half of the week I worked, and the second half of the week I was on a mini vacay. So, yep. mini vacays are always good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But we did have a pretty exciting week with the Young and the Restless and the Bold and the Beautiful, right? Yeah, we did. Well, maybe Young and the Restless, Bold and Beautiful seems like a repeat of half of Everything, last week. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Well, welcome everybody to CBS Soap Dish Recap for the week of August 17th through the 21st. Where, um, if you're new here, we're glad to have you. Welcome. Um, We did also, just to let you know, I want to thank some of our newest listeners from (laughs) Austria and Italy. Oh, wow. So, um, welcome, you guys. Thanks for stopping by our podcast and listening to how we kind of give a recap each week of the bold and beautiful and the young and the rest. So, we really appreciate you. So, feel free to share it with other friends. Anybody that you know that are fans of both of the shows. Um, But other than that, um, I hope everybody is staying healthy. Hope everybody's staying safe, which we always talk about every week. And um, I guess we can go ahead and get started with uh, The Young and the Restless. So normally what we do for those that are new here. We talk about both shows. Um, the interaction, if you wanted to make any comments or anything, you can do that on the actual platform that you're on because we are on several pot, uh, platforms such as Anchor. Um, we're also on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Spreakers, and we're pretty much on almost any pod, uh, podcast platform that you can find. So make sure if you want to comment there, you can. Um, but other than that, um, I don't think I have anything, any soap news this week. I don't think. Oh, um, yeah, go ahead. You posted about, um, well, I don't know if maybe you were saving this till the end, but I I know what you're talking about. Yeah. You want to save that till the end? (laughs) Yeah, I am. Okay. I don't want to start off on that note, you know. Okay. But I think the only other thing that we did see is that it looked like they hired Sasha Calais <clears throat> back because before mm-hmm. the pandemic, they let her go and she's back. And I wanted to, because I know I said in last week, so 
It's good to have Sasha Calais back. Sasha Calais yeah. is the uh, girl that plays Lola on The Young and the Restless. That's Kyle's ex-wife. So we're going to jump right into Young and the Re- Restless while we're speaking about this. So um, look like on Monday, the 17th, we have about mm, four different storylines that was going on that day. So Mm-hmm. I guess we can first start talking about um, Victoria's plan. Now, that whole thing, which, you know, it doesn't so probably like Tuesday or Wednesday exactly what she did, but mm-hmm. Jack was really impressed. What was your thoughts on that? Do you think he should have even gotten involved with her? Jack? Yes. Um, well, you know, Jack is always going to take the opportunity to kind of stick it to Victor. Um, mm-hmm. So it's not really surprised that he that he chose to do what he did, which we we don't find out actually what that is until, like you said, until like Wednesday or Thursday, um, mm-hmm. because it kind of it remains a like when they they first they talk about it, but they don't talk about it, yeah. and like they go to a commercial and then the other character finds out what Victoria is planning, so the audience doesn't really know. We just know that she's planning something big. Um, and of mm-hmm. course, the speculation is that it's going to be her outing, um, Adam. Um, yeah, because so, the, the, when the truth actually came out, it was totally opposite of what mm-hmm. the anticipation was. So you're absolutely yeah. right on that. And I kind of, as it kept going on, because they were being so secretive about, the writers were being so secretive about what her plan was, they mm-hmm. didn't reveal it like before she had her press conference. So it kind of mm-hmm. got me thinking that it must not have been about Adam or else that just would have been out in the open. They would have mm-hmm. been trying to hide it. So I had no clue um, what it was Victoria was playing. I had no ideas um, what she was planning. So it, when it came yeah, out, it took me by, you know, it kind of took me by surprise. Like, oh, that's yeah, what it I was. Mean, I think the writers did a good job with building that anticipation amongst mm-hmm. the fans because you know of course they even <clears throat> had the characters thinking it was you know the way they played the characters out thinking it was one way and right. then it was something <clears throat> totally different so I'm um, uh, you know it was it had you on the edge of your seat trying to figure yeah. out oh my god what is she doing what happened you know that type of thing but and I honestly, guess go ahead I was just going to say and I guess seeing how excited Jack was after she found after he found out what her plan was, also kind of lets you know that it's not about Adam, that it probably has something to do with Victor because Jack and Adam are still friends. Right, that's the thing. Because I was like, at first before at the truth actually came out on what she was trying to do, I was like, I thought Jack was Adam's friend. So mm-hmm. if it is, yeah, you know, if it's something to do with Adam, <clears throat> I'm like, okay, Jack is just going to throw his friend on the bus. Okay. So, I thought that was pretty interesting. But to me, Jack should know by now that usually anything that he involves himself with, with trying to undermine Victor, it usually blow up in his face. So, I don't know why he figured that this time is going to be different. We'll see how long it's going to take for this whole thing to blow up in their faces. Mm -hmm. But I just, it's like, Jack, really? <laughs> I mean, you—they got it good. You got the international division come, you know, join with you with Ashley running that. Mm-hmm. You have all of this other stuff going on, Jabot. Why do you want to rock the boat by trying to 
stick it to Victor by joining forces with Victoria. I just thought that was so stupid. You know, he can't help part. himself. He can't help himself. But <laughs> <man>. <laughs> so that's pretty much what we had um, in regards to Jack and Victoria. The other thing is that Adam and Sharon finally talk. So the interesting thing about this is that, and I've seen this in the groups prior to the pandemic break, is that mm-hmm. folks is like, they really haven't put them. I mean, I think I even talked about that in our older podcasts that they really haven't put Adam and Sharon in the same space since the whole Connor thing ended, which is well before her breast cancer storyline. Mm-hmm. So it was like, is anybody going to ever tell Adam that the girl got breast cancer? So now, mm-hmm. fast forward to August 17th, they finally get to connect. But how they connect is, and I'll let you, you know, what are your thoughts on how the progression of that took place? Um, I, well, first of all, let me say there's a big difference between the way Ray reacted and the way Nick mm-hmm. reacted. Nick, of course, was his overprotective, kind of overbearing ex-husband, father of her children. You stay away from her. Um, She she doesn't have time for whatever drama you have, you know, that kind of thing. And Mm -hmm. Ray was, in my opinion, although he was like um, concerned, of course, because of he's the reason why they broke up the last time. Ray was more he listened to Sharon. Like he actually listened to what she had to say, listened to why she um, felt like she needed to help Adam. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was more understanding. And he showed to me, he's showing that he trusts Sharon. Unlike Nick, who feels like Sharon needs to be protected all the time. He's treating Sharon like an adult and Nick doesn't. Um, so I love that part about it. First of all, um, really, okay. Yeah, I, I, I personally, I did. I thought it was. Okay. I thought the response um, that Ray gave was way more mature than the response that the response that Nick gave um, to the situation. Um, oh no! But, I, I guess my. Th- go ahead. No, no, you can go ahead. No, my my issue just responding to the whole thing with Ray that we're talking about. Um, I understand the girl is going through breast cancer mm-hmm. and she had surgery and everything, but Ray, to me, I still feel that there's, even though he's saying, oh, it has nothing to do with the fact that y'all have a past. Yeah, it does. Okay. I mean, there's some part of Ray that's not liking the fact that he remembers the connection that Adam and Sharon has. So I still, mm-hmm. in my opinion, feel that he still has some form of a small level of insecurity when it comes to Adam coming around. The other piece to this is that he keeps trying to talk her out of and using basically, well, what if you overwhelm yourself? You're not feeling good. One thing in speaking as a survivor, you are trying to get back to as much normalcy as possible. Mm-hmm. And I mean, unless you, and it depends, I'm not saying everybody who go through breast cancer is, you know, can push through it. Cause there are a lot of folks that it really, 
you know, takes a lot out of, you know, the person who's going through it. But in Mm -hmm. this particular case, kind of taking her mind off of what's going on, it might not only be good for her health and Adam, but it's also good for herself. Mm -hmm. And she's telling him, I know my, you know, hey, I know my limits. And he keep pushing the issue with, but, you know, you just had surgery. And I mean, granted, it's care and concern. But at what point do you say, okay, all right, you know, hey, you know your body more than me. Just when you feel a certain way, if you want to shut everything down, fine. They just kept letting Ray go on and on. And he said a couple things about, the um, well, he's just trying to use you. He's just trying to manipulate you and change. And in mm-hmm. Sharon's mind, you know, she's always been, since she got her degree, the way they wrote this this particular Sharon to me is that um, it's like, stop calling me feeble-minded. Stop calling me like I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to think for myself. Mm-hmm. And I, she's been pushing back on that idea with both Ray and Nick. Stop treating me like I'm a feeble-minded woman. Let me figure out what I want to do. And, of course, after a while, Ray backed off. But that's just yeah. my thoughts on that interaction between those two, you know. So. Yeah. I, well, I guess we kind of, maybe we jumped a little bit ahead. Um, oh. Because I think, th- and that's, that's my fault. Um, oh, I think okay. I think that conversation between her and Ray wasn't until either Tuesday or Wednesday. On Wednesday. Okay. On Monday was mainly between Sharon and Adam. Um, Mm -hmm. And one of the things that Adam says after he, you know, tells Sharon a little bit about why he feels like he needs her help is um, he doesn't want her to say anything to Chelsea about him talking to her. Yeah. Now, let's talk about that. What is your Mm -hmm. thoughts about that whole thing? Was he kind of low key shady for doing that? Um, I think he was for. So there, there are two reasons I think he did it. Um, one because Chelsea had already told him which I think is very selfish of her Chelsea had already said to him that he just needs to forget about what happened and move on yes yes yeah and then I think the other reason is he probably knows that Chelsea will have an issue with him going to Sharon because of their past which yeah we, we mm-hmm. find out of course she, mm-hmm. she does but mm-hmm. I thought Sharon I thought Sharon responded to him um perfectly by telling him they need to be honest about it if they're going to if she's going to help him they have to be honest with she he needs to be honest with Chelsea he can't you know hide this from her because I, she probably wouldn't fully be able to help him if she's keeping that secret from Chelsea so she right. told him I'll, I'll only help you if you're honest with Chelsea that you're seeking my help which I thought was, I thought that was fair of her to say. That 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 was, I mean, and that's one of the things that they highlight about Monday with Sharon is that Sharon puts boundaries in place. Mm-hmm. So one of those boundaries is like, look, you know, you're gonna have to uh, respect my situation, what I'm going through. If there's some time that I'm not feeling some kind of way, we got to cut the, you know. And the same thing with the boundary, like, look, I'm gonna help you, but you got to be honest with everybody involved. Right. Now, with Chelsea, going back to what you said, where she, you know, you were saying um, that it was selfish for her. Absolutely. I mm-hmm. mean, you can't, granted, you know, it's one thing if the person is up in the air, what should I, shouldn't I? 
But Adam is adamant about trying to figure this thing out. And she's so upset about the fact that, why are you doing this? You don't need to go back there and open Mm -hmm. these doors. Let it go. Why don't you, why do you, I mean, so it's like, I just, and of course, it, you know, her tone changes later in the week. But, you know, it was interesting that that's how she started off. She was really trying to tell him, nope, you you ain't got, you ain't about to do that. Right. (laughs) Yep, and even even before um, he brought the idea to her that he mm. wanted to talk to Sharon, she was she was against him trying to find out what happened in the past. Like she she was adamantly against it. Um, mm-hmm. She didn't want him dredging up those memories, and I, I don't know if it's because she. Well, I, I think she said it. She said she didn't think he would be able to handle it if he remembered what he did. But to me, it's like if if this man is is needing if he's saying to you i need to talk to a therapist um i need to figure out what ha- what happened or i'm not going to be at peace or it's going to keep nagging at me then let that man do what he thinks is good for his mental health exactly and and you discouraging him opposite to me well i i just felt like she was extremely selfish for that yeah she was she was she was and somebody else that's extremely selfish is abby because oh, Chance is concerned yes. <laughs> about, you know, and that was the other thing on Monday. Chance is concerned about what's going on with Adam. You know, it's like, this is somebody that's, and she, she's constantly saying, oh, why do you want to meet up with him? He's probably up to something and blah, blah, blah. And he Chance is like, look, I wouldn't be standing here in front of you if it if wasn't it was. for Adam getting involved with <clears throat> keeping me alive. Right. What's your thoughts on that? Just like you said, she's she's this is Abby being selfish and just because she has a bad relationship with Adam, um she well in the beginning she's telling him I thought you were gonna forget about this, you know, this whatever friendship, this relationship you have with Adam. You guys don't even hang out or talk or or um whatever it was that she said to him. Like just they just mm-hmm. her, her and Vicky and Nick are just man. Well, <laughs> they just the hate on every aspect of that, this man's life. He can't even have friends well, that you guys are friends with. Here's the interesting thing about this, Keisha, is that they remember all the negative things, but they never remember the great things that this man has done for them. It hasn't even been that long that Adam saved her hotel and her guests from a shooter that Chelsea mm-hmm. had got himself involved with. And mm-hmm. he, he helped save her life, her hotel, and everything. You know, but, yeah. oh yeah, he's such a horrible person. Um, If I was Chance, I'd be like, okay, do you just not remember what happened earlier this year and how he helped save you and everybody else in the hotel lobby from getting shot by a, a crazy man that was coming after his own son. You know, I mean, and then the other thing with Nicholas, we could go back the whole thing where he had made peace with him and I mm-hmm. need you to take care of my son. This is before Justin Hartley left. They never remember those things. Yeah. They only remember the things, well, you know, because they just don't like him underneath. But when he does nice things for them, it's just because of whatever they can get out of it, not because they really truly appreciate it. Right. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it, it's, uh, it, it's sad that 
they just have absolutely there's like no caring bone in their body for Adam. Adam could probably mm-hmm. save a member of their family's life every week and they would find something to complain about when it comes to him. They would still find a I reason mean, to hate him. Girl, I mean, Adam also took a bullet for Victor. Mm-hmm. I mean, he took a bullet for this man. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he wouldn't even be there if in fact, you know, Adam hadn't took a, taken a bullet, but they don't look at that. They only look at all of this. Now, granted, Adam does do things. I'm right. excusing him. But so do everybody else. But you guys get redeemed from it. But Adam is always hanging over his head. So right. it's just crazy when it comes to the Newmans dealing with him. But yeah. um, I think that's all that we actually have on Monday. Did you see anything else on Monday? Um. Not really. Oh, Phyllis. Okay. Let's see. That that was when uh, Monday was when Phyllis brought up her idea for what she wanted to add to the hotel. They didn't really get into oh, detail, but it was just they a, didn't. Yeah, it was just yeah. a, this. I want to. I want to include some kind of um, w- women's retreat type of thing in my hotel, and mm-hmm. that was just like the beginning of that idea. And they they go into more like during the week. Okay, gotcha. So on Tuesday, um, this I mean we kind of touched on this. Chelsea objects to Adam's therapy with Sharon. Mm -hmm. I mean her whole thing is insecurity. It's I mean we were just talking about Ray and and um, Nick and their opinions on Sharon counseling Adam. Now on the flip side of that, her objection. You know, which we, you know, just previously discussed. That's all about insecurity. Mm Because she didn't have no problem with Connor going to see her. But you got a problem with Adam Right. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) She was good enough for Connor to counsel, but not good enough for Adam to. Yeah, Yeah. right. You you feeling some kind of way because that's his ex. And then her... honest. Mm -hmm. Sorry. I was just going to say, and then her using, because she says um, she thinks Hope will want him to be free of his past and mm-hmm. forget about what happened. For her to use his mom, like, you yeah. don't know what Hope would say. Yeah, exactly. yeah, Hope, Hope tried to protect him at the age of 11, but if Hope was still alive today, you don't know if Hope would have the same um, opinion about the situation. He's an adult now. Maybe Hope would change her mind and, and Okay, guys, back online. Sorry about the technical difficulties. That was an interruption on my end, so I do apologize, Keisha. Oh, no problem. Okay, so now what were you saying? Um, I was just basically saying I thought it was I thought it was dirty of her to use his mom to try to convince him not to seek help from Sharon because she doesn't know. She never met Hope. She doesn't know what Hope would say um, today about this yes. whole situation. So I didn't like that. Yeah. Yeah, that was definitely passive aggressive on her side mm-hmm. on her side of that thing by saying, Your mom wouldn't want you to do this. You don't know what hope would yeah. have done. I mean, you can't speak for somebody that's not there. So yeah, that was low key shady for Chelsea to use that as a opportunity to talk him out of. Maybe right. I, I don't know. she thought he was probably gonna feel some kind of way. Well, yeah, mom might not want me to uh, look into this. Mm, nah, yeah, okay, whatever. I was surprised that Adam caved to Chelsea. A little bit. 
no, he completely caved to her. Because she, when she said, when he said, if you don't want me to see Sharon, I won't. He he wasn't going to go back to seeing Sharon. The only reason why he went back was because Chelsea changed her mind. And mm, said that, he, that she was okay right. with it. That's That yep. surprised me. I thought when she said that, I thought um, he was just saying okay to her, but he was going to go see Sharon behind Chelsea's back. And he didn't. He wasn't. He didn't do that. Mm-mm. Yeah. Um, what do you think about the timing of it all? Because Adam went to Sharon first, <clears throat> and then asked to get counseled, and then came back and told her. Or do you think that he should have told Chelsea first before going to Sharon's? Um, I think he probably should have told her first, but initially mm-hmm. his intent wasn't for Chelsea to know. The only reason why mm-hmm. he went back and said something that's true was because Sharon said that she wouldn't do this until unless he was honest with Chelsea. That's true. That is true. Okay. Yeah, so he his intentions was never to tell her in the first place. Mm-hmm. My thing is if Sharon had said, Oh, okay, you know, well I'll let you handle that the way you see fit and he never told her. He would have to, if he's sneaking out, missing in action certain times of the day and stuff like that, he would have to continuously lie to Chelsea about where his whereabouts yep. would have been. Just like yeah. he did so that I'm, day. Mm-hmm, exactly. Exactly. So I'm glad that the writers kind of like, you know what, we're not going to take them down that slippery slope. Me too. Let's just fix this where he does, you know, and of course later in the week we'll, you know, we'll talk about the ending of that. Um, okay, so the other thing is, is that, and this is how we know Sasha Calais is back on screen because Lola comes back to admit that her trip was a big fat bust. Yes. And that her main focus is society now. Mm -hmm. So what was your thoughts on when she was talking about that? I have a question. It's sure. Is society her restaurant? Or is it Abby's restaurant? And she's just the head it's, chef, not just. She's the head chef. I think, okay. yeah, it's it's Abby's. Yeah, okay, it's Abby's. so she doesn't own it. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of felt bad for her because from the moment she's been on the show, she said that one of her dreams was to own her own restaurant. So mm-hmm. that's why she went to Miami was to, to try to open a new restaurant, right? Mm-hmm. And since that didn't work out, it means that her dream didn't work out, which... I mean, she's still a head chef of an exclusive, you know, fancy restaurant, but it's not hers. It's Abby's. Right. So I'm hoping right. I'm hoping in the future um, there's a way that she's able to own that restaurant outright instead of her working for Abby. Yeah, that'll be interesting because the thing is, Abby, she don't want to let nothing go. Yeah. <laughs> I could see her though. I could see her maybe, um, maybe helping her out in this because she really likes her. Um, and I could see her saying to herself, "I have all this money. I can go open another restaurant, or I can go do whatever else I want with it. Uh, I'm going to try to fi- figure out. We're going to figure out a way to where you can be the owner of this restaurant. This can be your baby instead of me had- having my hand in it. I could, mm-hmm. I could see her doing that for her." because she she really likes her um so mm-hmm. i don't know we'll i guess we'll see in the future hopefully her character 
is on the show for the long haul and she's not they're not going to talk about cutting her again i was happy to see her back though because yeah, i was wasn't nice expecting to see it. her back yeah i mean because i wasn't you know like i said last week you know i had made that you know that statement and i remember when they basically she was there one day and gone the next off to miami i'm yeah. like crap and then you know they had put it out there that Sasha Calais was off contract. So obviously now, you know, they brought her back, which is good. Mm -hmm. So like you say, it's nice to have her back to put, keep that whole thing going with her and Theo. Yeah. That's, that's probably the main reason why I'm glad she's back because I'm like, well, dang, if they take her off the show, then what's the, what do they have left for Theo? Not saying that Theo's whole existence should be, um, should surround her being on the show but that was that was one of my at the moment is one of my favorite parts of the show right now one of my favorite storylines is her and Theo and seeing where they take that relationship because they're so different exactly but so similar (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah so different but yet so similar yeah but um yeah, I um it it's definitely good to see her, you know, back on on canvas and mm-hmm. because and like you say keeping her with Theo is good because the way that they built that connection before mm-hmm. the break, you, we, everybody was pretty excited about how that how that was going to go cuz I mean even though he's the you know, the the PR type guy who socialized with influencers and she, you know, they have the other pieces that are so similar, like they had to work from the bottom. They yeah. come from meager backgrounds, whereas Kyle and Summer were more like Silver Spoon kids. I mean, Summer's a Newman and Kyle's an addict. Right. You know what I mean? And it's not just a name only. There's legacy and generational wealth that comes with both of those families. And then you got Theo and Sasha, and uh, Sasha, Theo and <laughs> Lola, mm-hmm. who um, totally similar backgrounds. It's just how they ended up is, is, you know, where they are at this point is different. But yeah, yeah, I'm glad they brought her back. Annoying. Uh, one of the annoying parts of that scene, mm-hmm. though, was Mariah telling, basically directing Theo to leave her alone. She just got back into town. Oh. I'm like, Mariah, oh, uh, God. Go mind your business. You are not Lola's hand- handler. Lola is an adult. Theo is an adult. And if he wants to go see his, I don't know if they consider themselves girlfriend and boyfriend, but they're, you know, they're dating, obviously. They're seeing each yeah, other. I mean, they hang out. If he wants to go see her, he can go see her. Lola didn't tell you to, to tell people to stay away from her. <laughs> yeah, that that is so crazy. I mean, I was looking at Mariah like, really, Mariah? I mean, manage your own relationship exactly you got your own problems you i mean you got your own situations and stuff going on over there and you gonna tell this dude not to stay away from her who are you yeah that was (laughs) i was annoyed by that yeah i didn't like i i didn't care for that at all you know i mean and then the other thing with that is i saw her doing this a lot with theo when she was married when when uh, Lola was married to Kyle, mm-hmm. but Kyle has moved on. Right. Okay. Lola's a free woman to do whatever she wants to do, even if that's with Theo. I think you need to get out of the way. Yeah. So I will give her yeah. this though. Um, 
when Theo was talking to Lola, he did tell he told Lola how Mariah was um, kind enough to like listen to him when he mm-hmm. was going through the whole thing when that that whole challenge blew up in his face and he got mm-hmm. fired and he went and confided mm-hmm. in Mariah and Mariah had confided some things in him. Um, he did give her, you know, he, he gave her credit for being a good, I put friend in quotes because they're not really, you know, they're not friends, friends, but right, right. he gave her credit for listening to him in his time of need. So I thought that was sweet. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was cool. Mm-hmm. That was real cool. Okay, so then we have where Nick and Phyllis, of course, he plans the perfect little uh, getaway or escape, mm-hmm. which uh, inspires a new idea for Phyllis, which I think you were talking about. Right, yes. That she planned to do for the Grand Phoenix. I mean, honestly, I think it's a good idea. Yeah, you I know? thought it was a, a cute idea. It's not just, she's not just running another, you know, run-of-the-mill hotel. She's trying to come up with things to bring people in and um to do something specifically for women i thought it was mm-hmm. there was mm-hmm. a one part that was funny where nick said um well men need their they need their alone time too or they need their um relaxation time i forget what he said exactly and mm-hmm. phyllis was like that's why you guys have man caves you guys have golf she started naming this stuff that men do to like get away and relax and nick was like it yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'll just <laughs> shut up now. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, they go gaming. You mm-hmm. know, got folks that's gaming, golfing, Yeah. you know, playing basketball, sports, man cave, sports on TV. They got stuff to do, okay? Right. You know, so it was nice that um, I think that's a pretty good idea. You know what yeah. I mean? Yep, I do too. Okay, so... What else happened that day? Because um, we already talked about the whole Chelsea thing. Yeah. And then there we wasn't, talked about Nick. There wasn't really just, much else other than the Kyle, Theo, Lola, Mariah um, uh, mm-hmm. round robin of them talking to each other about different things that yeah. happened with the challenge between Kyle and Theo, between I think Mariah asked Kyle a little bit about um, Lola um, Mariah and Theo talked a little bit but mm-hmm. it was all they were all pretty much talking about the same thing about their relationships and um, Kyle said as long as Lola's happy and he's happy for her and um, I think Mariah said something she complimented Summer about um, how she's been there for Faith since all of this the cancer mm-hmm. um, situation with Sharon. Um, mm-hmm. She complimented on her being a good big sister to Summer and how she is grateful for her being there for Faith. Um, that was pretty much it. Yeah, oh, I mean, the, mm-hmm. sorry. Um, Kyle admits that he wished that he would have handled things better with Theo. Oh, yeah. They kind of make amends that yeah. particular episode. Mm-hmm. Yep. I thought that was that was nice to hear him do that yeah yeah i mean and um they they also because see the whole interaction between um billy and kai i mean theo and um lily happened that day because that's the day also that um i guess 
Billy text him to meet him that day. Wasn't that? I'm sure that that was for Tuesday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it? Yeah. Um, let me see. Because I got my notes here. I'm sorry, guys. I'm just sorting through. So bear with us. But yeah, Theo Pierce texts Billy to meet. And Kyle approaches. And then that's when the conversation started between Theo and Kyle. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then he gets a text back from Billy, and he's excited. And Lola tells him to go get him. So, okay. So I guess that was not the interview. That was the interview. Then, of course, later in the week, there's the other text message that comes after that, a phone call. But yeah, yeah. that's the initial one where he's like, you know what? Yeah, so. All right. So now we're on to Wednesday. And on Wednesday, Chelsea go head to head with with Sharon. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) So let's start there. I mean, she barges over there in a frenzy. She looks agitated Mm -hmm. after she found out that, you know, Sharon is going to be canceling him. And Sharon is looking at her like a deer in the headlights. Right. (laughs) Like, what are you doing here? (laughs) well I mean I just do you think it was okay for her to just show up at that girl's house like that no because it's none of Chelsea's business she should have let if if Adam was deciding not to see Sharon not to seek her help anymore Mm -hmm. that should have been Adam going to see Sharon about that and Mm -hmm. not Chelsea which um, Sharon says to Chelsea why didn't why didn't Adam come and tell me this? Like, why are you telling me this and not Adam? Adam was my potential patient, not you. <laughs> she didn't say yeah, that. Yeah, and the her, way she, she you know. said it, she, what she said was she went up in there telling her she won't be helping Adam, and Chelsea warns her not to read in it. It was a mutual decision. Yeah, and and Chelsea says that she's the one that knows best for Adam. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, how are you going to help him sort through getting his memories back? When a person is trying to dig deep into childhood memories, he, uh, average everyday person is not going to be able to do that. You have to actually go to a licensed counselor or someone, you know, who can actually unearth those memories. Well, that's that's Chelsea's goal. She doesn't want him to bring those memories right yeah so exactly she doesn't plan on trying to help him do it she plans on trying to help him forget the whole thing all together and to just move on Mm -hmm. yep and sharon is sharon tries to convince her otherwise that that's not that's not the best idea yeah and then somebody else that's trying to say that's not the best idea and leave it alone is victor because he shows up at the penthouse when adam was there Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they talk about, um, you know, uh, Adam blocking out the killing and Victor told him it's just to move on. And it's like, okay. yeah, see, my thing is, is that when you got somebody constantly asking for help with mental, um, mental health, mm-hmm. you don't just tell them to get over it. <laughs> this is why I think there must be something more to it. Because Me they're too. trying way too hard to get him to forget about what happened. <clears throat> Victor, especially. Especially Victor. And especially his response when, um, well, I think that comes. 
in the week, but we'll we'll catch that up because he when he had an interaction with Nikki, there was the way he said that response. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I know exactly what you're talking about because I know think what I'm talking about. That was what I really started thinking. There's something more that Victor isn't isn't saying. Maybe somebody mm-hmm. else was involved, and he doesn't want that person to to, to find out or be exposed or. There's something more to it because he he's mm. way too concerned about him bringing up those memories. Exactly. You know, that's what I'm saying. I mean, honestly, after and I'm just going to throw this out there after what I saw later in the week, which, you know, like you say, you know what I'm talking about. It's like, I don't even think Adam did this. I'm, that's what I'm uh, starting honestly, to think, too. Because my thing is, I, I mean. <clears throat> If something people have remembered, I mean, granted, I'm not going to say everybody remember traumatic events because there are people who block out certain memories, especially depending on how deeply it affected them. Mm -hmm. But I think if I'm protecting my parent and I push somebody away from my parent, I think I'll remember that. He is, and he was 11. It wasn't like he was five. Mm-hmm. You know what a five or maybe a six-year-old, you really, really young, you know, you might not remember that, but 11 and 12? Right. Yeah, you know, I mean, you would you would think that, you know, so I don't even know if I'm kind of in a way, I'm kind of doubting if maybe he even did this. Same. So, yeah, but we'll talk about that as we, you know, get later into the last couple of days of this week. So then um, while he was going back and forth with Adam about the memory, they uh, he get a call from Nikki about a press conference um, that Victoria is having. And of course, the first thing Adam and uh, Victor is thinking like, oh, my God, we finna get exposed. Yep, <laughs> that's what they all thought. <laughs> Nick thought it. Everybody, all of them, Chelsea. Yep. Yeah, I mean, which is understandable because what I mean, that's initially what we were probably all thinking as the audience when we first found out she was planning something until we, you know, started to get catch on to some context clues that it probably wasn't that. Uh, Yeah, yeah, no, I'm like, oh, I know she ain't finna do this. Yeah. Because, I mean, I was curious at the begin- at the end of last week when they had the, uh, Jack smiling, talking to Victoria, like, oh, yeah, this is, I'm like, oh, crap. Mm-hmm. What the heck? So, anywho, um, before the press conference, though, Victoria stopped by Billy's uh, at Chancellor Media to talk about everything. And, you know, I mean, honestly... I mean, Billy said it's going to bring on a Newman war. Do you think Victoria, because Victoria can't stand Billy right now. I mean, you think she's using him just to get what she wants? Of course she is. Exactly. (laughs) Of course she's using him. (laughs) She don't give a rat's behind about Billy in this moment. She's so pissed with him. Right. She went to two of the men that she knew her dad hates the most. The most. He can't stand near Billy or... um, Jack. Nope. I say Billy Boy. He can't stand Billy Boy Abbott. <laughs> right. She knew she knew what she was doing. She knows that she's using him. And I'm sure they I'm sure they probably know as well that mm-hmm. they're being used to to make their to make her dad mad, but they don't care because they're getting something out of it. And then the way that she did it, because he was like, you know, 
let me kind of get some advice from my lawyer on this and see how we can navigate this thing. And Victoria's like, uh, well, you better figure out quick because I'm going to do this press conference right. within the hour. So you didn't even allow him to say, okay, let me get our thought. Because that's what I'm saying. She don't care about him, that company, or anything. Right. Because you need to get your affairs in order. And she wouldn't even allow him the time to do that. Yep. So, yeah, she she full of it. Okay. Um. Then the whole thing, Nick surprises breakfast in bed with Phyllis. Okay. They have a lot of love scenes lately. <laughs> I was wondering how they're doing that, but, um, you know, because it's different on Bold. Mm-hmm. But um, while they were having breakfast in bed, Nick now gets the call. Um, about a press conference because he got it from a reporter and he the reporter like, would you like to comment on what's going on at Newman and Nick like, uh, I don't know what you're talking right. about. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what you're talking about. So, you know, he look and, and you know, of course, Phyllis is starting to like ask questions and Nick is like, I ain't telling you nothing. I'm keeping this to myself because yeah. of course Nick is now thinking Vic is gonna expose Adam and her father and his father too. Right. You know, so I mean, okay. But um, you know, of course he takes off to figure out what's going on. So then the whole thing comes back up back over at the Abbott mansion about Tracy and the old home movies. Mm-hmm. Now <laughs> without getting into Thursday and Friday yet. I honestly thought that they were going to twist this thing. Maybe they'll see something and reveal something. It was totally not what we expected, right? Right. Okay. I'll just leave it like that. Yeah, we're <laughs> not much to talk about there in that story. Line. Mm-mm, mm-mm, <laughs> no. Mm-mm. Um, Nikki comes into Victoria's office and, oh my God. She so um, manipulated her mom. She oh did. Oh my God! She <laughs> yeah. manipulated her mom, and and she played the. Oh my God! You were gonna be the best person because the COO position. Did the COO position come up on Wednesday or was it a Thursday? I want to push that. Came, that came up Wednesday. Okay, so that was on Wednesday. Okay. What are your thoughts on that whole? I will let you go first. Oh wait, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. That COO position didn't come up until after the press conference, so that had to be on. Uh, Thursday. Thursday yeah okay so on Wednesday it was just Nikki going in there trying to stop her from having the press conference yeah. and to find out if she was going to reveal you know the whole Adam and Victor thing and she was like you need to take me smarter than that at that point I know that to me and let me and let me know what you think Keisha mm-hmm. at that point I think Victoria is going to hold this as her ace card in her back pocket for a while. This is leverage. And I'm just going to throw and make up a storyline and you tell me. Because remember, Victor is pissed about when all this comes out. Oh, God, I got to wait till Thursday to say this part. Okay, I won't go there. Okay. We'll wait. (laughs) And then I'll get your thoughts. Um, What else happened on Wednesday that you saw? Well, Wednesday was when she actually had the press conference. Correct. So um, she announces that she is selling off their media division and, and the, cosmetic the cosmetics division. division. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then she introduces Jack and Billy at the press conference and they just show everybody's reaction. Phyllis's reaction was my favorite though. Cause she, she says, uh, you go girl, you, you show Victor who's the boss or something, something like that that she said. I thought that was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so they show Phyllis's reaction, uh, Nick and, um, Nikki's reaction because they were watching together and they show Victor and, um, Adam, Adam and Sharon and Chelsea, Chelsea, of course, is just relieved that it didn't have anything to do with what Adam mm-hmm. did. But I found Adam's reaction a little surprising because they didn't show him being relieved that she didn't tell about um, the him killing AJ. Mm-hmm. He was more, it seems like, more frustrated and mad about what she did <laughs> instead yeah, of being relieved I, that yeah, she that didn't. Was weird. Yeah, his first reaction was like what did he say? Um he basically said Victoria's calling the shots yes, and there's that's nothing what that said. they can do. Yep. So what basically okay, so she sees what I was about to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I mean not she, Adam. Mm-hmm. Adam sees because see Adam see he can being that he's ruthless like that in some cases in business. He sees exactly where Victoria is going with this. Where everybody else is like, oh my God, what is going on? What's why is she doing this? Adam sees that's probably why his response, everybody else is just relieved that the, the AJ thing didn't come out. Mm-hmm. Adam is looking like this, like, oh man, this is gonna be a long road. This ain't as simple as just her not throwing me under the bus. Uh, so like that's why that is. He knows that she's gonna keep using it. Oh, absolutely. And I'll tell that makes you sense. why when we get to Thursday. <laughs> okay. I think we can move on to Thursday. That was that was okay. the pretty much everything that happened on Wednesday. Well, I mean, there was an interaction it says in Victoria office, Victor asked what, what the heck is she thinking selling off parts of his company to Billy Boy Abbott and Jack. <laughs> yeah. And um Victoria told him, Don't worry about what I'm doing. You go over there and help your issues with Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was, <laughs> I mean, yeah, Vic, Victoria is she's pissed. She's yeah. pissed. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. And then um Chelsea also before the end of the episode, she revealed that she went to saw Sharon. Oh, that's the other thing. Chelsea finds out that Sharon has cancer on that day too. Yeah. Because when Sharon is holding her um right around her breast area. And she was like, oh, I'm just still a little sore after surgery. And she said, what do you mean sore after surgery? And Sharon was like, uh, Adam didn't tell you? And he was like, no. And she was like, I got I have surgery for breast cancer. Yeah. I'm wondering if that is another piece that changed her demeanor towards Sharon and saying, okay, I'm going to let you go see her. It because seems like it did. That she was, it seems like her having breast cancer made her feel bad about herself and how she treated this situation and how she thought of Sharon. Yeah. She's like, oh, dang. I went in on this girl and this girl got breast cancer. Yep. Kind of like how Phyllis did. Because when Phyllis changed her tune, too, towards Sharon, when she found out right before the pandemic break that Sharon had breast cancer, she now treats her like, Oh my God! You know she ain't bother sharing yet. Abby is her main, her yeah. main bullseye right now. But okay, so 
that's it. Let's move on to Thursday. All right. So on the Thursday, Sharon cautioned Adam about what they're going to proceed through, you know, and, you know, some things might not. And that's the other thing. Uh, Adam also thought that this was going to be the day that Sharon was going to unearth all those truths. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, dude, you really think that's going to happen in one day with this girl? Right. Yeah, he's trying to like, it's like he was trying to hurry her along. And she was telling him like, uh, this is going to take a lot more than what you think. Like we we have to talk about um, just, you know, regular menial things that happened in your life in your childhood like what your daily routine was we can't just jump right into the the meat of the issue yeah i mean even before he got into the session he was telling chelsea at the penthouse before he left oh yeah this is the day that's going to change my life and mm-hmm. and chelsea is like wait a minute whoa, whoa, whoa. you know don't put no pressure on yourself because everything might not happen the way that you want it to happen right you know, and then, of course, like you just said, you know, Sharon was like, okay, we got to take baby steps with this thing. You ain't finna just dive deep. Yep. <laughs> you know, so, um, and that was pretty much, I mean, unless there was some stuff about Sharon and Adam and Chelsea that you can think of, anything else? No. With the, okay. Nope. Um, Chance's concern is growing over that. Now, yeah, I think this is where we jumped ahead with Abby, you know, and he's like, uh, he actually came over to the penthouse to check on him. And, of course, Chelsea was like, why are you asking? What are you doing here? And Chance is like, look, let me, hold on. Yeah. Chance is like, look, unbeknownst to you, he was happy. Be I knew him in Spider before you even knew the dude was alive, okay? Right. So, wow, uh, and he saved my life. So just chill out, basically. Yeah, I didn't and get that. yeah, this and this is the, the same day that Abby went into her rant about Adam. I think they were in the park or something like that because this was the second time that he uh, showed his concern about mm-hmm. Adam. She's basically like, "Why can't you just let that friendship go? That chaos follows him wherever he goes." And, Mm-hmm. right right and chance has to remind her again he saved he saved my life you know i'm not mm-hmm. i'm gonna be there for him if he needs me i'm not just gonna turn my back on him and then I, that's when abby finally like lets it go and was like if that's if that's how you feel about him i'm not gonna fight you on it yeah um yeah that's what you just said abby argues that chaos follows him everywhere yeah. But she chose to understand that Chance wanted to reach out to a friend and she decided to respect that. Yeah. And that she wanted <clears throat> Adam come in between them. That was the other thing. Yeah. Okay, the only way Adam can come in between them is if you bring it in there. Exactly. Because so, she was she was him. the only one with the problem. Adam wasn't, exactly. you know, going to, to Chance and saying anything disparaging about her. Um she was the one with the issue so it's like you're letting Adam come between you guys if anything right right I mean you bringing it up you fussing about it you being mm-hmm. resistant to chance you're the one that's bringing Adam Adam is nowhere around you that's on you sister girl right um okay so Sharon and we kind of touched on that about the whole thing with Sharon and how 
Now, here's before we get into Nikki and Victor, I mean, Victoria, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that the whole thing about the details that he was able to remember around that time period, he remember it was spring. He was talking about walking to the bus stop alone. He remember, I think, something about baking a pie, but not going to the funeral. Mm-hmm. All those little tiny details. You can remember that, but you couldn't remember something as big as self-defense. Yeah. That's why I'm saying I really, truly think, in my opinion, I could be wrong. We don't know what's coming down the road. But I really, truly think that this dude didn't do this. I think that originally Adam was right, found out Victor did this. And Victor was like, okay, you know, I'm going to play you. I'm going to make you. You ain't going to remember it. I'm going to tell you you blocked out your memories because I'm just that I'm just that manipulative to make you believe something that's not there. You know, exactly. but we'll talk about that too. All right, so Nikki, oh, did you have anything else on the details around what happened when that Adam remember or anything? No. no. Okay. So, Nikki enters Victoria's office, um, and, of course, Victoria is trying to talk her into being a COO, and I guess Nikki thought that her job was originally in, in jeopardy because she was like, look, and or her division, because Nikki deals in real estate of Newman, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, she was like, let me let you know that the real estate side is doing just fine before you get ready to ask that too. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> um, and you know what? I don't blame Nikki for being suspicious because she's looking at her daughter like, okay, you chopping off different parts of our company. Okay. Am I next? So, I mean, that was to be expected, right? Right. Um, yeah. I, um, I, I, kind of when Vicky started talking I kind of had the feeling that her she was going to ask Nikki to work with her um yeah you know at what level I didn't know what direction to of course you know COO now listen let me ask you this girl with her putting <laughs> with her putting Nikki in a COO Victoria actually thought that that was going to be one way to stick it to Victor right mm-hmm it didn't, right? It. I don't. Well, I guess we'll see because, of course, Victor. When she told Victor what she did, mm-hmm. Victor was like, "Well, good. You can be my eyes on the inside of the company." <laughs> and she was like, "Oh." No, and no, Nikki no, was no. like, "No, y'all not put me in the middle of this." But we'll see what happens. Victor is going to use Nikki in some way, knowing that she is in that position. Um to maybe inadvertently and Nikki may not know that he's doing it but he's going to figure out a way and use Nikki um, to find out what's going on in that company well I mean even before and I know I kind of jumped the gun on the whole Victor response but even before we even go to that part that's where that manipulation came in of Victoria of her mother Yeah, because you know she was like Oh, I know you just using me to, to you know, to rap, provoke your father. And she was like, "No, oh, I'm doing this exactly. because you're talented and you're, you're, you know, you know." And then when she's like, "I, I, I don't believe you," then Victoria turns her back and turns cold. Remember that? Yeah. And so, 
that's when now she basically cut off and gave her the cold shoulder. Now she's drawing Nikki back in. And Nikki like, well, wait, Victoria. And Victoria knew she had her at that point. That's that spoiled brat uh, mm-hmm. mentality that she, that Victoria has, <clears throat> that she has yep. always had. Mm-hmm. She throws yep. her little fits and gives people the silent treatment to get what she wants. Exactly. You couldn't chose a perfect word, silent treatment. You are absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are absolutely correct. And then once, you know, of course, Nikki softens, like, oh, please don't feel like that, blah, blah, blah. Okay, are you in or you out? Right. Dang. Okay, and of course, you know, they didn't allow us to see Nikki give her the answer until she got the victor, so. Yeah. Um... Let me see. Okay, so of course Chance visits the house and whatnot. And, um, you know, he was telling Chelsea, look, he saved my life. I kept his secret. You know, even though people were saying who he was, he didn't want, you know. So we, we already discussed that. Did you have anything else on that or no? No. Okay. Uh, the other thing that happened on Thursday was the whole Abby Jack joined Tracy at the house. And to let Dina watch their home movie. And then, of course, they had the young Jack and the young Dina with baby Jack. Yes. Did I say that right? I said, no. You mean John? John. Young John, young Dina, and baby Jack. Yes. That message was absolutely for Jack. That ain't had nothing to do with Dina. Now, granted, she probably likes seeing the interaction. But did you see Jack's face when that message was clear to him about how they want him to conduct the rest of his business life? And after what he did with Victoria, he probably looking like, dang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That That's what I saw. What did you think? I just thought it was a sweet little moment, I guess, of Jack seeing himself as a baby with his mom. Um, but uh, that was it, really. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. Well, Jack, with Peter Bergman, always that reaction that he gives Jack Abbott when his conscience is bothering him, that's the look on his face as if, oh, my God. Yeah, they want to be this honorable, successful businessman and not doing things underhanded. And they looking like, shoot, I just signed a deal with one of the devil's kids. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. That's just my take on it, but you know, that's uh, a good, he, uh, good point of view. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, because his face was like he looked like he did something wrong. I mean, granted, he was sad to see it because he didn't know what to expect. But that look was like, oh wait, <laughs> what yeah. Did what did I just do? Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is when we get to the ranch and Nikki finds Victor stewing over Victoria's betrayal um, and Nikki mm-hmm. tells her uh, Nikki tells him that you know she took the CEO job he congratulated her he think it's good news because now he can be the ears and the eyes and Nikki yeah. like uh, yeah right I don't think so yeah but we know what's now, gonna happen mm-hmm. so is this where, because I'm thinking Friday, but it might have, no. Mm-mm. Yeah, I think that was Friday with the whole response because they didn't have that conversation about Adam until Friday with Nikki, right? 
Um, I don't think we saw Nikki on Friday. Okay, well, there was a comment. It must have been on Thursday then when she told him about the COO because there's, and this is why I say that um, Victoria, let me think, because where was I going with that? The whole thing with the leverage. Oh, yeah, that was Victoria on Friday. Okay, so the part where I think that um, Adam didn't do it is how he said something to Nikki and it was like um, how did he put that he said Adam is still believing that Adam is still believing that he he now uh, he's now assuming a t- it was almost like he got something done meaning that he is now believing that he did this you know and it's like what do you mean believing that he did this now? Because, or taking an assumption oh, yeah. of guilt of it. You remember that? He yeah, told that, that, to that, was, that was Thursday, I believe. That was Thursday, okay. Yeah. So, I'm looking at that like, and and, and, and Nikki is like, okay, good. You know, and then so many like, like, yeah, okay, good. He's now taking accountability for that. So, it's almost like this, this something's going on between the, I could be wrong. It may be my own interpretations, but it just seems like there's some plan to have Adam take the fall for something that he yeah. didn't do. But I don't, I don't think Nikki is in on it. I think this is something that only Victor and maybe, I don't know, one other person, George knows. I don't think I can't, I know Nikki doesn't like Adam, but I can't see mm-hmm. her going along with the plan to allow him to take the fall for something like murder as a child that he didn't do. Yeah, well. I just I just think that she wholeheartedly believes what Victor is saying that he did this when he was a child and he just doesn't remember. Okay. That makes sense. Cause All she's, right. You know how naive she is mm, <laughs> when it yeah, comes to very. Victor. And that, you know that's, that's how you know that her taking that COO position even though she isn't going to purposely betray Victoria Mm -hmm. he's going to find out a way to get her to to betray to betray her using that position whether it's because he guilts her into telling him some information or he tricks her into doing it but he's he's going to do it so that conversation with Victoria and Victor did happen on Thursday because Friday was all about Theo, Kyle, Billy, Amanda, and all of that, and Phyllis. So on Thursday, and this is what I was talking about earlier, how I know I think that there's some leverage that she's holding on with that secret with Adam and, and Victor and AJ. The thing is, is that she said something very interesting. He was like, you know, I'm glad that you didn't put the information out there. And he was like, you know, you can't get away with this. And she was like, it's already done. And he was like, I'm still chairman of the new board. And Victoria had this look on her face like, yeah, that's not for long. And the reason why I bring this up is leverage. She could use that secret to tell him, if you don't want the truth to come out, you need to step down as chairman, which yeah. means he's out. Yep. So I don't know. Did you think of that as that 
in that direction too. But when I first I saw didn't. that, I'm like, oh yeah, she's about. That's why Adam said what he what his reaction was the way it was mm-hmm. when the press conference came out because he looking at it like this, like, oh yeah, she calling the shots now. Yeah, I did. That didn't even come to mind. Yeah, but you're right. Go ahead. I was gonna say you're right. I can see her um, using that to her advantage and getting Victor completely out of his company. Yeah, because if she was actually come out with such a just say that was supposed to be a scandal of mm-hmm. AJ and the de- his death and stuff with Victor and Adam, that would ruin that company. And I mean, honestly, she wouldn't want to do that being in the new position that she's in. So it makes sense for her not to say it, but it also makes sense for her to use that for a bigger piece of the pie, which would be, you know what, I'm going to need you to step down because if you don't, then I'm going to reveal whatever I'm, I don't know. I mean, that's just my take. I could be wrong, but I'm thinking she's holding on to that secret for a reason. Yeah, it's not to cover for her family. Yeah. So. All right. Did you have anything else on Thursday? I do not. Okay. All right. <clears throat> okay. So Theo gets a life changing call on Friday, the 21st. Um, Phyllis Bates Abbey. <laughs> that was hilarious. That was and pretty Billy funny. And Amanda, <laughs> <laughs> Billy and Amanda discussed their past. So it was the interesting thing it starts off with, and I know you probably remember this, where Abby overhears Phyllis talking about something on the phone. That was a perfect setup. <laughs> right? You still there? Hello? Hello? Uh- going in and yeah, out. Yeah, I can hear you now. Mm-hmm. Hello? Sorry about that, guys. Um, Yeah, I said that was the perfect okay. setup when I'm not sure what happened. Phyllis um, finds that Abby is uh, listening to her phone call. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, that was. Uh, for some reason, her uh, interact, the Phyllis-Abby um, feud has mm-hmm. been one of the more entertaining views that Phyllis has had. I, I don't know why, but this is more fun than seeing her and Sharon go at it. Maybe it because her, the, her, the Sharon versus Phyllis thing is old. And it has nothing to do with a relationship. It's just it's business and I, I guess just a little bit personal because she personally doesn't like Phyllis yeah, either. It's, but you know, you got it's not over Nick. It's over well, something else. Not Nick and and Phyllis is not married, but pretty much almost like her sister-in-law arguing with the, the, the you know the girlfriend yeah. or the wife over business. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing is, right. is that she put that little yeah. note on the counter. Oh yeah, let me write this down and left it there. And of course, nosy Abby goes <laughs> over there and look, and it was like, <laughs> it's not right. snooping, Abby. Mm-hmm. So, do you think? Because um, during their their little bickering session, um, mm-hmm. Abby says to Phyllis, "Can you just tell me what you have planned? Because this it's her. She's got a stake in the hotel too. Just tell me what you have planned. Okay. Um, 
you know, just so I know what you're doing. Like, why are you being secretive about it? So do you think, do you think Phyllis should just tell her what she's doing? Because what she has planned is a good idea. She's not trying to be sneaky about anything. Absolutely. I think she just that's doesn't want to tell Abby say. maybe because I she's afraid going, of Abby stealing her idea. Your, your question. Phyllis okay. has had, has a history with Phil, with uh, Abby, which was the history of where they're coming from with the Grand Phoenix. So she don't want, they know that this is a one up and type relationship. I got you, uh, I'm a one up you, I'm a one up you. And so Phyllis knows mm-hmm. that Abby could easily say, oh, that's what you're doing. Oh, okay. One or two things that either she'll one up Phyllis or she'll sabotage it. So, yeah, because Abby could be, if, if Abby, okay, okay say I, like, think I think I saw the previews for next yeah. week where Phyllis is talking to a group of women. If Abby knew who she was going to offer these, you mm-hmm. know, I, uh, these uh, getaways or fun things for women to do, she could easily go and tell the major players, don't deal with her. Don't deal with her. Because, re- because remember, Abby wants her to That's lose true. her stake and if she's not making enough money or something goes wrong Abby wants her out so I don't blame as much as Phyllis can be just as sneaky conniving whatever this particular case she don't I mean honestly why should she she's a partner now granted most partners tell each other stuff in business but when you're dealing with somebody like Abby you don't know whether she's going to sabotage it or one up you so Unfortunately, you know, and honestly, I don't even know why she's even fighting for that hotel. I mean, Nick actually wanted, we saw that last week, wanted to give her a brand new one, but you'd rather sit there and go through the stress of fighting with this girl. I I don't understand that, but okay. Yeah, she does. Because she wants the punishment, Phyllis. She, she, it's going to bother her not one way or the other. Phyllis is is and then you got, okay, with that hotel. She just wants to punish her. She don't. She... No. And oh, the thing is, she still not want like right you across said, the street. So you hotel. still want your stake over here to spite her. You waste, you. To spite her. Yeah. She probably wouldn't even care about the hotel business had uh, Phyllis not. Well, um, I mean, regain some type of ownership and in, I honestly, in the grand I'm, I'm actually on she Phyllis wouldn't be worried about building another this one. one because this was her baby it's just unfortunate it went through the hands of of Adam it went through the hands of Chelsea and whoever else was involved in that whole project but it was her baby yeah. she came up with this idea she wanted to establish something for herself and dealing with the Newmans, they was like, no, nah, I'm not going to let you have that. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I've mm-hmm. seen people in the group when when they talk about Phyllis in that hotel, I see people say, um, well, the only reason she got that hotel in the first place was because she tricked Adam or I can't remember. I can't remember the details of how that hotel came to but I remember her and Adam working together. Oh. But they said she was well, trying this to. This is how it happened. Um, she backstabbed Adam and Nick with having Dark Horse. Okay. Adam was working with Phyllis 
together. Because remember, oh, Adam and Phyllis was each other's only friends for a while. Okay. She, I guess, Adam yeah. screwed her over because she's like, just let me have a piece. And then he told her, basically, like, you know what? You got to come up with so much amount of money to get this property. She couldn't come up with it. So he sold it off to Abby. You know, I mean, it, it, the, it it's a twisted beginning because okay. it wasn't about actually, because Adam didn't, he don't care less about running a real estate farm. He was just trying to undermine Nick at the time. And all these properties and stuff got caught up in the crossfire because, of yeah. course, Adam sold off the business. He didn't care. He dismantled Dark Horse. You know, and in the process, you know, when he found, when yeah. well, Abby found out that he was selling off the properties and that Phyllis had a stake, she was like, oh, I'm going to outbid you. And she bought it. So Phyllis got caught up because she really wanted Adam as a friend. Phyllis got caught up in Adam's web, too. So, I mean, that's why I'm saying I'm kind of on Phyllis' side about this because she really wanted a piece of that. Granted, you know, she was trying to... She shouldn't have got involved with Adam on that because sometimes when you get involved with Adam, you will get burned. It's like getting involved with Victor, you know. But in this case, you know that she she True. was the one that had her original hands on the, on the uh, property. She just didn't have enough money at the time. And Adam was like, oh, well, too bad, so sad. Abby bought it. Yeah. Trying to figure out how um, correct. Phyllis has been married to a Newman and an Abbott. How are you not loaded? I don't know. I mean... And not only has she been married to to both to someone in each of those families, but she's had a high high profile executive jobs um, throughout this whole well, not throughout the whole show, but she worked for for um, Jabot in a high profile position. Didn't she, hasn't she worked for um, has she worked uh, for Newman before? That or has it always just been for IT for, She had her, her own magazine. Computers. I feel like so I know she worked at Newman for a minute yeah. in IT and then she definitely worked over Jabot for a long period of time because she was dealing with both Billy and John, I mean and Jack. So I don't think It just so. surprises me I, I that mean, she I guess did her and Billy ever get married? Is that sometimes who knows Sometimes when you break up from rich folks like that, they don't give you all the money that you're supposed to get. I mean, I don't know if they had prenups or whatever. Who knows? Because that never was told. I guess you know in the storylines on what she walked away with. Yeah, it just seems like for the amount of money that both of those families are worth. Up because I, isn't right. Victor is a billionaire, right? I'm sure Jabot is up near the billions yeah, because they're what? both I, like I, I very. I agree with you on that because um, look at Sharon. Sharon successful corporation. She, like she I, has to. I mean, granted, she worked at the police station, but she did that for her own thing with the mental health thing. But Sharon doesn't never look like she's without money, and she's been married to several Newmans. Yeah, and I don't. 
I don't, and I don't know if it, you know what bothers me about Sharon is she's still living on the Newman Ranch. Girl, if you don't get you a house or a condo somewhere outside of that dang on property, and you I'm and Nick ain't been married for Victor over a and decade, Nikki I think. haven't thrown her off the ranch. <laughs> you know exactly. So they allow her to stay yeah, especially on that considering Nikki can't I mean, stand she her. Had different dudes. She had Dylan in there. She had Ray in there. She had. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, it's like, uh, I mean, when you go, I mean, seriously, where does, I mean, Nick went, he don't even <laughs> live on the campus. Victoria don't live on, on the, I mean, but Sharon still lives there. That go figure. And it's right. not like Faith is a baby that she needs help. Faith is a teenager. Yeah, that is so, so weird. <laughs> um, see, see a boarding school. Right. And she don't even live there because she was in boarding school. So basically, it was just Sharon and, now and Mariah, uh, don't even let us. Mariah living with, there for uh, a little uh, bit by themselves. So it's like, okay, yeah, you there. And I, yeah, and I would feel strange as yeah her boyfriend, and especially when, on the property uh, of her Nick ex is coming and going, family. he just show up and open the door, <laughs> and it's like, ooh. <laughs> even Nick, I mean, even right. Adam. Came in, so just came in. You know, it's like, but okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, so I don't, I don't know if it's necessarily that Phyllis is. Maybe I'm not saying she's broke, but it seemed like at that time when she was struggling to figure mm-hmm. out what she was going to do next after she got fired from Jabot, it it seemed like she was almost begging people for yeah that's weird well she money had a to start her hotel she did and i maybe because i know that i think adam and even abby once they set the balance so high i mean if you just say even if she had a net worth of 20 million dollars if they say well in order to get this hotel it's going to cost you a hundred million dollars Twenty million still is a nice piece of money to have in your bank account, but yeah. if you don't have a hundred million, okay. you're gonna be bankrupt. <laughs> you know, to buy this hotel. So that was the other thing. They also set yeah, the price true. so high that they knew it was gonna be yeah. unattainable for her. Which was yeah, that's crazy. All right, so um, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, the other thing is that whole interaction between Kyle and Nick at Crimson Lights. You know, I'm like, I'm like Nick, really? Are you still treating my daughter right? Blah blah blah. I mean, and <laughs> Kyle thought he was serious. <laughs> he was sweating. Kyle thought he was yeah. serious. I'm glad Kyle had a comeback <laughs> though. What do you think about Kyle's comeback? Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought it was especially with cute. this whole thing with this entanglement that's out here right now. <laughs> We're in an open so, relationship. Yeah, I mean, he threw that whole thing out there, and oh, Nick was yeah. like, "I'm gonna put you through the wall if you think you're gonna be." <laughs> <laughs> and Kyle was like, "Gotcha, right?" I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I was like, "That's what you get, Nick." Uh, yeah. That was cute. Um, that was cute. But he did get down to the bottom line and basically said, "Our, you know, not not that long ago, you were just saying that Lola was, um, the the love of your life and who you want to spend the rest of your life with." And 
now you're back with my daughter. So, like, are you truly over Lola or, um, or are you, do you still harbor you know, feelings for her? Like, are so you really in love with my daughter? My thing is, I understand the whole daddy shtick, but you didn't been between Phyllis and Chelsea within the past year. So, I mean, yeah, that don't matter when it when it comes well, to talking about your children. I mean, you, listen, you know, you I know how parents. I mean, I don't have kids of my own that I know I ain't but... doing. <laughs> I mean, that's just me. I mean, I do know it happens. You know, a lot True. of parents be saying, "Do what I do, what I say, and not what I do." You know, but I'm looking at Nick like, really, Nick? Yeah, really. And you back with Phyllis, but you tripping on her, your daughter getting back with Kyle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a baby and girl. It, doesn't, it mean, don't matter what was, Nick do. Exactly. It doesn't matter what he's, what he's done. He just wants to, to make to sure Adam. somebody That's treats her right. Too. It's like, dude, go sit down. I know you think you concerned, but okay, you kind of control yeah. everybody. Um, trying to control okay, everybody. And then back at society, we had the whole interaction between Lola and Theo. I like those two. They were so cute. And... Me too. I know. I I I love how mm-hmm. she. This is one of the main reasons why I'm glad that they didn't get rid of Lola because I think Lola makes Theo a better person because she's so supportive of him and. Is so caring and understanding about what he's going through, and mm-hmm. I think Theo really and Kyle happened to be there. He doesn't have it anywhere else. When this whole thing, you know, because I guess Kyle heard about the whole Chancellor communications thing. I'm like, how did he know that? Obviously, maybe Billy must have said something. I don't know. They yeah. never showed it, but um, you know, he was he, yeah. you know, he was like, oh, I'll put in a good word for you. And I'm like, dude. No. <laughs> well, he said mm-hmm. I would put in a good work for you, but I know that you're trying to yeah. do this on your own. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad he just let so him he, do that. He said he wouldn't say anything. Which I don't know. You think that was condescending? Yeah. Which I don't I don't know if he would have done that anyway. <laughs> or if he was just talking. Mm. Yeah, I don't I don't think that he was trying to be sarcastic, but I I don't get the feeling that if um, if he didn't know mm-hmm. that Theo wanted to try to get this job on his own, that he would have really cared that much to go try to put in a good word for him. Yeah. Unless he just mm-hmm. looked at it as a way of keeping yeah, him away from Jabon. But I, I do think he is being genuine about wishing that their okay. friendship hadn't gone down the wrong path. I, I do think he's genuine about that. And I think he's sorry that things turned out the way they did with the mm-hmm. how things went down at, all at Javon. With him I mean, there. Kyle walks away after the the whole conversation. Theo phone rings and it was Billy on the phone. And, you know, Lola happened to pop through there. Kyle tells her that the divorce is soon to be finalized. I'm like, dang. <clears throat> I thought they was just walking away with nothing. I mean... <laughs> In soap opera time, the divorce should be final. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're divorcing too. I didn't even realize that the divorce had gone through. I'm so. 
Okay, but go ahead. What were you about to say? Nope. Yeah. Nope. They weren't even married a year exactly. yet, right? Like the Why same thing get it a no. about Rich. Just give it a no. Isn't that easier? Um, <laughs> um and then of course, yeah. you know, he wishes <laughs> her good luck, even if it's with Theo. Um and you know, and she was like, Believe me, ain't nobody gonna let I ain't gonna let nobody mm-hmm. hurt me like you did ever again. I was like, You go girl. Kyle couldn't do nothing but walk away. <laughs> yeah. I like that little. Nothing he can say to that. I mean, right. really, you trying to be? <laughs> what nothing can say to that? To like, okay, I'm still cool with you, even if you with Theo. And she like, you know what? I'm glad you are because believe me, what you did to me, I ain't gonna let that happen no more. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Theo isn't the reason why we're not together, sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Regardless of whatever but little trick he tries to pull, we that is not the reason why they didn't work out. out. There right quick before we move on, because we are, oh we did, we still got to talk about Amanda and Billy. But he even said that to um, oh yeah Mariah. All I knew all along that I was supposed to be with Summer. I'm like, really. You waste that girl time. That girl got a whole, and a great yep. summer gave her a piece of the liver and all that. And you went through a whole wedding. You went through this whole thing saying, oh, me, it should have been me and summer all the time. You were even married to summer before this whole thing went down. Yeah. So, yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, she, he needs to yeah. stay, he's the one that needs to stay away from Lola. <laughs> Theo. So, what's your thoughts on Amanda and the right. Billy interaction? Exactly. Do you think there was some tension there, or this was just basic business talk? Really? There most okay. definitely was some tension. I don't. It was um, mild. I saw. Oh yeah. It you didn't like see. You don't think so? Flirtatious. It was like you know. I yeah. I I didn't think that they were flirting with each other, but you could tell that that. Um, Mm-hmm. So when he when they were talking mm-hmm. about that incident with Ripley, about him stabbing Victoria, and I forget exactly what they said, but it was something like, um, because she was blaming herself, and he's basically telling her it wasn't your fault. You know, you went there to try to to stop me from doing something stupid, whatever. And she said, I wanted to be there. Mm-hmm. I, she enjoyed their friendship. She wanted to be there for him. So to me, that felt. I thought that felt a little like um, I, I don't know what okay. the word is for, but it was like that was pretty personal to me. And and then when Nate ends up calling her, it it was almost like a oh yeah I guess I guess you should take that kind of like a it bothered you know him. what I don't want it bothered, though it bothered I him to hear her say Nate was calling between her. her Nate and her Nate and Billy I I just. I'm not interested. <laughs> I would rather. So to me, which one? We because the other one? ways. To me, the other way is too predictable. If there ends up, if there ends up being, yeah, if mm-hmm. there ends up being a whole little circle between her and Devon and Nate and um, Elena, I would prefer to see there be a back and forth between her and Billy and okay. her and Nate. I I prefer to see that triangle than it be the other way. Yeah, because I don't want to see Devon and Nate fall yeah. out. Well, over I mean, a woman. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. 
so and it and like like I said that the mm-hmm. other way to me was that's well too it'll be interesting which direction they're going to go because last week it looked like they were trying to push Amanda over to Devon and Nate over to Elena and then this week you know from yesterday's episode that whole conversation between Amanda and Billy so we'll see which direction it's going to go so yeah, yeah they're probably doing the chem test. Maybe they're testing it out with the audience to, to maybe they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, looking on social media, seeing what the audience is saying yep. about so those, those uh, any And you got anything else for <clears throat> yesterday or this week? Anything interesting? Gets the job. Um, mm-hmm. Well, yesterday, of course, Theo finds out that he gets gets the job, which that whole little Thing was annoying um, when Amanda is basically oh, yeah, asking them right. like why why are you backtracking now because remember mm-hmm. in the very beginning Billy was all for Theo and Lily was the, the skeptical one and then mm-hmm. Billy changed his mind then they did the interview mm-hmm. and he liked them or well no after he did the interview he changed his mind um, saying that he wasn't sure about it and it's like he kept he, what uh, they didn't I'm, they have I, another conversation I, I after that initial remember. interview? I know that was either last. Week I can't or remember. Before. I think it was last week, but I do remember the one. That, go ahead. But it's like no. Kept, I was just gonna say I do remember the conversation. No, you, you go ahead. That you're referring to that he was like he got the right answer. I like everything he said. I think it's great. And you know, Lily was like, okay, you know what? It's your yeah. call. Blah blah blah. And then we get to yesterday, like you was just saying, and he's like, well, I don't know. He's too much like me. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He right. said, he said he's, he's that guy that can't wait to break the rules. And he just kept saying all of these negative things about him. And Amanda's like, and of course, along with the fact that he reminds him of himself. And Amanda is like, you know, why are you giving yourself mm-hmm. a hard time? You know, what, what would be wrong with him it being did. like you? Yeah. Which I think yeah. that kind of leads yeah. to the whole, the little bit of the tension. Um, and it's like he was totally against hiring Theo because he just, I guess, felt like him being too much like Billy, like himself, was a bad thing. And Amanda is trying to convince him otherwise, and then of course we see that she ends yeah, up yeah. being able yeah, to convince Billy to change yep. his mind and to hire him. Oh, and then the other thing that pissed Lola off just a little bit with Theo when so, Theo hints that he'll leave town if he didn't get that job. Oh yeah, because she said that she she said that she wants to stay in Genoa City and. Mm-hmm. Um, like plant her roots there. Yeah, that, that, that's so the place for her because Miami like, was such a disaster. You know, he feel like a jerk for saying it after the fact because he didn't expect that reaction. I don't know why. I guess he was trying to say, okay, you know, I'm going to run if I yeah. can't get nothing here. I'm out of here. And she looking like, really? You got me all, you know. On, go ahead. But. No, I, I was just going to say, but I mean, yeah, pretty much. I, I know this is a soap, but that's what his reaction is realistic. If there's nothing in Genoa City, no jobs for him to 
to be able to latch on to, then what would be the point of him staying there when he doesn't, there's nothing there for him? He's got family, but it's family that mm-hmm. he just met. So it's not That's like true. he's got these deep connections with the Abbots. So it wouldn't think, hurt you know, if he left. Before we go off so into I, I mean, mode, I, don't blame I for saying really that. truly think that Jack forced the issue with trying to push that connection between him and the Abbots. I mean, granted, he wanted to know, but it's already volatile mm-hmm. at that time between him and Kyle. And then you like, I'm going to give you a job. Come over and work for us. You can come over anytime. And it's yeah. like, okay, you don't know this man. Yep. He was doing too much. The you job know, was I where mean, I the other Jack thing would be, I could much. see that because <clears throat> technically, Dina is definitely, that's his father's mother. That's his grandma. So I could see him wanting to get to know, especially being that his dad is not, Mm -hmm. you know, he's not alive. You know, his grandmother is. I could see that connection being put together with Theo and Dina. But all the rest of the stuff with Jabot, it was like, it was too much. And then when Ashley, like, come move to France with me and you can work it. I'm like, okay, y'all tripping. I'll do it too much. But, um, right. Okay. So, anywho, anything else for this week of eight seventeen through twenty one? No, that's it. That's all you got. And um, I mean, hopefully, nope, it'll get pretty interesting. There is just to kind of throw a little nugget out there for next week. There is a crisis that's going to happen. That's going to bring Billy and um, Victoria together. So, whatever that means, I don't know if it's one of the kids or what. But <laughs> what's the matter? Oh. oh, I'm tired of Victoria and Billy. Mm. I'm sorry. Yeah, I hope this I isn't a we, reuniting deal. Yeah, I, who, I want I them mean, both to move on to, to different people. Test Billy with Lily uh, to me at one point, but uh, I don't know. It's Billy is basically open yeah, they did. for the taking so I don't know who they're going to put him with. Oh! I will put this bit of news that I found out this week is that the ex Sally Spectra from Bold and the Beautiful mm-hmm. is going to move over to the Young and the Restless. I am actually Yep. I cannot wait to see what character she's playing. She definitely spoke about new opportunities and how she didn't like where the character was going on Bold. I agree with uh, Courtney Hope that Bold Mm -hmm. wasn't giving her a fair shake. I mean, you turned such a strong person who was sassy and sexy and smart and business-oriented and goals and aspirations into this desperate person who would kidnap and lie about her health of dying to be with a dude. Right. So I'm glad that young and restless. Yep. I don't know her new role. I don't know what position, but putting Courtney Hope over there. Who? Let me just think. Who could they pair her up with? Who's available? I couldn't. I. I don't want Nick to get involved. <sighs> That's true. Technically, Theo's still available. So, what if they? What if they end up putting her? Don't you think putting her in that? Guess it doesn't matter. But Courtney Hope seems to be a little bit older. Will she be? uh, You wouldn't put her with Adam. You think so? He got too much. 
No, I think Adam's got too I much mean, going on with Chelsea and Sharon and his, his uh, childhood issues. Women that's, I mean, Mariah and Tessa, what am I thinking about that? <laughs> I guess they could, um, they could throw her in that mix, too. Guys, <laughs> Will they make her a, maybe a relative? I know the red hair is a is a. But I don't see any of it. Unless, you know, wait a minute, that'd really, be an obvious thing really to do. But would be, they're going to available. What's he think? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because okay, the he guys. Is. There are no guys. I guess he is. Yeah. I mean, Adam is with Chelsea. Nick is with Phyllis. Ray is with. I mean, not saying that they can't swap somebody out, but Sharon. I mean, Ray is with Sharon. Mm-hmm. Um, who yeah. else? Who's a Billy and Theo are both Billy single. Billy and Theo are yeah, both right. single. So, Kyle yeah, and Summer together. Only, we ain't got that many guys over there, do we? Oh, Chance, well, Chance with Abby. Chance. Yeah, but I can mm-hmm. see that. that so, that I'm thinking, excuse me, I'm thinking of like the newer relationships yeah. like her him and Abby are still pretty new so I could see uh I well, could see her what if they made her like a relative of Phyllis and then well, now Abby's the got a Last second fall. one to deal with and Last she goes after fall, chance when Gina Tognoni was on as Phyllis a lot of people were saying that those two look like they could be mother and daughter mm-hmm. now of course they have since swapped out Gina with Michelle Stafford but it wouldn't be surprising if they could have her somewhat related to Phyllis. I mean, they they took Avery off screen, which is Phyllis's other sister. But who's to say she doesn't have another sister out there somewhere that's got red hair? Mm-hmm. Cousin something. Oh, my cousin is coming up. Yeah, with sister, the cousin. And blah, blah, blah. Who knows how they're going to fit her in? So, anywho, that's some good news to hear that um, Courtney yeah. Hope is now back on the daytime screen, but she'll be on the Young and the Restless, so I'm looking forward to that. Any other news for Young? I think that was it, right? Yep. I'm excited about so. that. I'll get to the other thing for later. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, I don't All think right. I... So that's going to be it for the Young and the Restless. We're going to move over to the Bold and the Beautiful. Keisha said at the beginning of the podcast with Bold, a lot of it's a repeat, but we're still going to cover it because there are a couple things that were pretty interesting, but let's get the, mm-hmm. the recap for the Bold and Beautiful started. So on Monday, Ridge tells Steffi about Shauna. What did you think about Steffi's reaction when it came to him being yep. married to Shauna? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's basically like, "How did this happen? <laughs> uh, weren't you and Brooke still married?" The same question that everybody has when they find out that Ridge and Shauna are married, and all, all Ridge can mm-hmm. say is, "I was drunk. I don't remember anything. You know, I had too much to drink. I don't remember marrying her, but apparently, I did. You know, mm-hmm. file divorce papers with uh, Carter." I mean that's that's pretty much the bottom line to that has been the bottom line to this storyline for the last two weeks. Is the same thing, 
me and Shauna are married. Well, how did you guys get married? And you're still married to Brooke. Mm-hmm. I, apparently, mm-hmm. I sent a text message to Carter, and he filed the divorce papers. Well, the, yeah, I so, just they making sure they, I don't know. they're taking a situation. I'm tired of it already. <laughs> I think me and you touched on this before, and you posted an article in uh, the group about how to ruin how they ruined Shauna's character mm-hmm. because you took something that was going to organically happen between yep. her and Ridge and now you're making her this highly manipulative oh my god it's, I am not happy about what they did with the Shauna character at all um, me neither and you know her and Quinn are me just either. they can't believe they was tripping about the fact that they couldn't believe how easy it was to fool Carter to file. I'm like, now y'all making a fool out of this dude. He ain't do nothing to y'all. Right. Yep. Yeah. And they keep talking. They keep... Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm tired of thank you scenes with her and Quinn rehashing how this happened. I don't know how many times we have seen the flashback of her texting Carter and the flashback of her and, and Ridge um, at the altar in quotes um, getting married and their little night out in bed. I'm just Content. I'm like, can, mm-hmm. are you guys having a hard time coming up with some material to write? Like why? Exactly. Why I are mean, we still, and why, with, why has this been going on for last two week? Weeks? And I posted it in again uh, in the group this week why is Shauna still going back and forth about her conscience? Oh, I am married. I should be happy, but I feel bad. But I should right. be happy. But I feel bad. I should. Be. I'm like, okay, please <laughs> make up your mind what you want to do. And it's been going yeah. on like that for several days this past week where Shauna was going back and forth. Mm-hmm. And that's why I, my notes for this week I struggled with doing because I felt like every day yeah. I was it was the same I was typing up the same thing that Shana Shana is questioning um, whether she did the right thing or not Shana is wondering if Ridge actually loves her Shana is wondering um, if Ridge is really wants to make if she can make this marriage work like literally every day this week that's exactly what it was. i mean it's with maybe a, a couple it's of extra like, things sprinkled in that was pretty much i you know i don't <laughs> even know if i want to continue to talk about sean there's one piece i do want to talk about with when it comes to quinn and brooke but yeah. um yeah because quinn is and that's the other okay. thing she comes in there arrogantly and i've been trying to fight for quinn Gr- granted you know, Quinn does some stuff, but when she got with Me Eric too. back a couple years ago, I mean, she's been pretty good, okay? So I've been trying to give her an opportunity, but they're taking her back down yeah. this dark path because, all oh, because, you know, you were... Now, granted, Brooke did stick yeah. her nose in some stuff, okay? Because Brooke has some accountability to take in what happened with Bill and also mm-hmm. with what happened with, um, you know, her sticking her nose in Eric's and Quinn's marriage. So I do understand that there's going to be some clap back for that, but you know, she comes sashaying up into the office taunting Brooke about this whole thing. And I'm like, when you've done something mm-hmm. illegal, 
You don't go and talk about <laughs> Right. Exactly. Well, you, yeah, you got the nerve to go and gloat when you broke the law. <laughs> and when you done, know that period, if you guys get caught, that your marriage is Spencer, done. Whatever, families in L.A. I mean, you might as well pack your bags and move back to Vegas because they're going to be done. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah, that was the. that's what annoys me about it, too, is that she's actually, like, gloating about it instead of just sitting back and acting normal and just letting things play out. You are, you're causing exactly to me. She's causing them to want to look into this further because mm-hmm. she keeps talking about yep. it and she keeps throwing and it up. And other thing about Eric is noting the, the complicated situation he's in. What do you mean? So you need to stay out of what's going on between Ridge and Brooke too. I get it. That's your ex-wife. But you need to let her figure out and stop making it easy yeah. for Brooke because you didn't, hey, you didn't precipitate the kiss between her and Bill and you didn't have anything to do with Ridge flying off the sh- with uh, Shauna to Vegas. Right. He's like, oh, I'm caught up in the middle of this. No, you're not. You're choosing to be in the right. middle of that. You know, granted, Joe, right. it's just like always. And, yep. and well, I'll Just talk like about always. that later in the week because I am not feeling Eric. Um, and then, of course, this Brooke looks to Eric for advice and he's like, oh, sympathizing with her and you guys are meant to be together and you're mm-hmm. destined. I'm like, okay. Uh, Eric, I mean, what do you think about that whole thing? Maybe I'm over yeah. the top about that, but what's your thoughts on that? Um, Eric is doing what he normally mm-hmm. does, which is babying and coddling Brooke. Um, and I agree, like you said, he 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 sticks, he puts his nose in, and I don't even know if it's if we can fully blame Eric because every time something goes wrong, Brooke runs to Eric and complains, just like she did when the whole drama between Thomas and um, Hope was going on. She ran to Eric, and that was that was the Once, one and only exactly. time I've ever seen Eric put her mm-hmm. in her place. When she ran to the one and only time in the history of the show, <laughs> and and Eric told her Steph or yep. Steffi, um, Hope owns some responsibility and what's going on too. That's the one and only time. But every other time, Brooke runs to him. He tells her everything is going to be okay, and is basically is coddling her through the whole thing instead of don't put me in the middle of this um which and i guess it's kind of hard for him to say that because his wife has put herself in the middle of it um so maybe his focus should be instead of on brooke and ridge should be on his wife and telling his wife to stay out of it telling them telling her we both need to stay out of this this has nothing to do with us this isn't our business Riz needs to handle this with Brooke and Shauna on his own. You need to stay out of it. Stop counseling Shauna on what to say mm-hmm. and what to do. But at and the same I'm gonna time, stop he also needs to show some allegiance That's what he to should his be doing. wife because there are some things that I tend to see with Eric where he stands up to Quinn over Brooke. And it's like, dude, because I, I, me, myself, I couldn't be with somebody mm-hmm. like that. 
there's no way I could be with somebody who's going to continuously stand up to me over your ex. So this, so this time around, I'm not really annoyed with Eric because Quinn is in the middle of this as well, and Quinn keeps putting herself in the middle of it. I was more annoyed. I was just gonna say I I was more annoyed with him back when it was Brooke, you know, being the jerk in this whole situation with Thomas and Hope and her threatening to leave um, Ridge if he didn't turn his back on 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 his son and then when you know he moved into Eric's house and Ridge was the one initiating all this stuff with Shauna that's when I was annoyed with Eric because that's when he should have stuck by his wife and told Brooke you need to find somewhere else to go you're not just walking up in my house disrespecting my wife this time around Quinn is inserting herself in it and she keeps she keeps um, taunting Brooke and she is egging on this situation so while he may not, while it may, maybe it's not necessary for him to stand up for Brooke, I think it's necessary for him to tell his wife, you need to stop doing what you're doing right now because you're inserting yourself in a situation that isn't your business. Well, my response and to we that both is need to that stay out of the it. effect of the cause that he created. So if she had, a, if he had a stood up and because the issue is mm-hmm. that Quinn is, she doesn't like Brooke period and this is because of the fact of what happened in the beginning I think like you just said if he had a stuck up for her and said you know what don't come over here to my house doing you don't come over here talking to her friends you don't come over here disrespecting my wife and my house and all of this and put his foot down a long time ago all this is a trickle down effect of Quinn defending herself for mm-hmm. herself and her friend because Eric wouldn't do it in the first place. So, I mean, if he had a nip that girl in the bud in the beginning, mm-hmm. number one, Quinn will now feel protected because she's like, this dude is always standing up for this girl. So I'm going to take matters into my own hands, which is what she's doing. Now this whole thing with Shauna because mm-hmm. honestly, I don't. I think if she was fighting with Shauna, and wasn't messing around in Quinn's marriage, it wouldn't be as intense as it is. Quinn's mission right now is to ruin Brooke, partly because she's mm-hmm. trying to ruin her marriage. Eric did nothing about it, so now she's like, okay, since I got a man that won't sure. stand up to his ex and tell him where to go, guess what? I'm going balls to the wall, and I'm going to defend myself. And this is the result of that. So sometimes, I mean, that's why I say I couldn't, me, myself, if, especially with the mentality that Quinn has and how strong-minded she is, I'm surprised she even dealing with somebody that's doing what Eric has done. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, I mean, is it about the money? I don't know. I don't see her, mm-hmm. you know, she don't, they don't portray her character as a gold-digging type or somebody that's after the money. She enjoyed a lifestyle and spent time mm-hmm. with Eric, of course. But there, I mean, how he responds to Brooke, and he even did mm-hmm. it this week. You know, oh, they're right over there. I mean, she's telling, of course, Eric don't know what's going on. 
But the conversation between Quinn and Shauna is going, you know, hey, I'm excited about being his wife. And Eric is like, don't get your hopes up because Ridge is over there right now saying, blah, 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 and they're going to get back together. I'm like, dude, really? I mean, granted, we know what's going on <laughs> behind the scenes as the fans. But as a man telling you, like, okay, yeah. it'd be like, dude, you know what? Go sit down. Go ahead. But, but you know, I I actually was not bothered by Eric saying that to her, because because she, I I think Shauna needs to hear that. If if Eric sees mm-hmm. that Bridge is at Brooke's house, telling Brooke you're the one I want to be with, and then he comes back home and he hears Quinn and Shauna talking about how great it's going to be being. Um, Ridge's wife and you know how they're you know they're besties and they're they can do all these things together blah blah that's blah. what I it's not his place uh, maybe it was maybe it wasn't his business to say that to her to maybe cross the line Quinn, look hey you know your girl but, is just because I mean if my dude is talking to my friend telling her about be looking I'm like what are you doing what are you, what are you talking about you if you want to talk to him about her relationship come to me yeah but just to go balls to directly at her, y'all ain't like that. That's my best friend. <laughs> it, it it wasn't. He wasn't lying, of course, you know. Yeah, but he wasn't lying. I mean, he's telling her the truth. Right. Ridge is over there telling telling Brooke right now that um we're right. and, and we're and getting back together. That. That he this is marriage telling isn't the what truth. he wanted. He should have told that the queen. Like, look, let me let me talk to you. I know your girl is thinking what she's thinking but hey Ridge is over yeah. there with her right now so maybe you need to talk, tell your girl what to expect you need to talk to her for him to go direct I just that to me I didn't agree with that so but go ahead <laughs> oh no I don't have anything else to say I mean other than yeah. Ridge that should yeah. have been the first yeah. thing out of Ridge's mouth when he found out they were married to be honest, mm-hmm. he should have stood there and told her right then and there, you know what? I'm sorry. I don't remember doing this. I I apologize if your feelings are hurt, but this isn't this marriage isn't what I wanted. But you know what's um, interesting? And you know I was too drunk to remember though, that this happened. That so we're going to have to get this taken care of. <laughs> and before, you know, they, um, that whole conversation between mm-hmm. Brooke and Ridge happened in the office, Brooke was over there daydreaming about Sean. So there's still a part of him that enjoyed the interaction before he even, because remember, he was still daydreaming about her before he knew Shauna was back in town. So he needed to quit yeah. playing, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But, I, I mean, know. they hadn't talked to each other. How long did they say it had been since they had talked to each other? It was like a month. And that I believe he said it had been like a month or something, and he hadn't heard from Shauna. Um, so after a month of not hearing from someone who you 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 know had feelings for, you had a good time with, you didn't hear from him for about a month, and now you're reconciling mm-hmm. with your spouse or who you think is still your spouse. Um, I I can I can understand daydreaming about somebody that you had some sort of you had some feelings mm-hmm. for 
and then just suddenly everything stopped. I don't think that, I don't know. I don't think that would stop someone from, from still thinking about them. And it, and it's not like he said, I don't think he said before anything about wanting to marry Shana. Like they were in the beginning Mm -hmm. stages of Mm -hmm. possibly exploring a relationship, not marriage. Yep, That's true. So not you yep, know it was he necessarily didn't want to marry her yet. Yep, but okay. he did have feelings for her. Yeah, it sucks because I'm looking. Oh, at I my hate the way the writers went with this. Question: this is, I hate it. B and B ruined Shauna's character overnight. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. They did. So, we know why they did it. All right. So that's all we have for Monday, right? Okay, so Tuesday. Oh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, wait. I'm sorry. There was one little note that I put in here. Um, when Brooke and, Ridge, Brooke and Ridge were talking, and Ridge says it was in a flashback that Brooke was having. Ridge says in this flashback um, that him, that Stephanie, well, he said, okay. my mom, yeah, he did. my mother always wanted us together. I put I put the uh, <laughs> the confused emoji next to that comment because did they exactly. do they think we forgot about the history exactly. of Brooke and Stephanie? That at woman didn't always want them together. Life, yeah. yeah, in the end, in the end, they like yeah, and that was one of the first instances of, <clears throat> in my opinion, of those writers mm-hmm. construing storylines in the history of the show to fit some narrative that they wanted at the time because it was like things just switched from Stephanie hating Brooke. There was never a point in history where Stephanie and Brooke were good friends that they got along. Never a point in history. There were times where they tolerated each Mm -hmm. other. You know, if someone was going through something difficult or whatever, the family, but they were never friends. And then they suddenly Mm -hmm. switched it to where, um, when they found out Stephanie was dying, all of a sudden, um, Brooke is her best mm-hmm. friend, and she just loves her so much, and they're doing all this stuff together. That's and I'm what like, I was uh, just no, that should say. be Taylor. Said, Taylor has been her that, best friend that, through all um, of these years. That Stephanie really, really liked out of all of the wives yes. that Ridge went through is Taylor. Yes, and they had that woman's last moments, last um, days on that show, mm-hmm. and the last days of Stephanie's life yeah. was with Brooke. Yeah. She died. She died with Brooke, right? Wasn't Brooke on the beach with her or something like that? And I'm like, are you guys mm-hmm. kidding me right now? This woman has been her mm-hmm. enemy for this the entire life of this show, and mm-hmm. now all of a sudden, this is who you guys have her having her last moments with. You guys couldn't have brought. Tyler Hunt or um, Hunter Tylo back on the show mm-hmm. to to do this part, or at least at the very least recast her. That that made no sense to yeah, me. So when he's when they yeah. had that mm-hmm. little comment in the flashback, I was exactly. just like, mm, all, right, "All right, right, exactly." You guys think we're idiots? Yep. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just I was so annoyed uh, honestly, with that. Brooke, the character Brooke is the center of the entire show. So, um, but. Yeah. Girl, hey, I understand. 
Okay, so all right, I'm done with my rant. <laughs> Brooke, of course, warns Sean and Quinn she's gonna get down to the truth. Um, Ridge draws up annulment papers, and Thomas doesn't think Steffi has moved on from Liam. Girl, when he brought that up, I was like, "Boy, don't, don't, don't you say that." Oh God, yes. I don't think you're over Liam. I'm like, oh, no, I was so please. mad. Please don't. I was so mad. Especially with Thomas. We cannot possibly be going back down this road again. Yes. Like, don't please. Yes. I was like, don't do that. Please don't do that. I was so annoyed. But, okay, so we want to tackle that one first. Okay, so um, I'm glad that, I mean, okay, when he said that, do you think Steffi felt some kind of way that she actually thought about what he said? Okay, okay. No, because I felt like her response was immediate when she was like, "No, that's not, that's not what okay. this is. Like, don't let's not do this again. Mm-hmm. Like, let it go. Let let my love life go. You are my brother. You worry about your own life and your own demons that you should be dealing with right now instead of trying to um, mm-hmm. do this therapy session about me still having feelings for Liam." Like let it go. If she's telling you to let it go, let it go. He kept he said it. A co- he kept saying it, and it's like, dude, she said she's over it. And even if she's not over exactly. it, she and obviously doesn't want to talk about you it. With you. So just leave her alone. Back off of that whole thing that involves Liam. Don't bring that conversation up. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. That's the last thing he needs to be bringing so, up to her. I mean, yeah, I wasn't too happy about that statement. Um. And then when Riz draws up the annulment papers, you know, saying, you know what, she told Brooke, you know what, I'm going to drop the annulment Mm -hmm. papers and we're going to be done and we're going to be together. Now, here's the beginning of something that I posted in the group. Now, last week, Brooke was all up in Shauna's and and, um, Quinn's face talking about how Oh my God, he's the love of my life. Destined to be together. And then the moment that Ridge is trying to get back in your good graces, it's like, I can't trust you. I don't mm-hmm. know if I want to be with you. Leave me alone. I don't know. You did this. Yeah. And I'm yep. like, oh. <laughs> what are you doing? I made that note too. Like, what do, you, what do you want? Do you want to get back with him or yeah, you don't I mean, want to get back with him? Because she is sending mixed signals to everybody. To about how this man loves you. And this is your destiny. But then at the same time, you turn around talking about, I don't know if I can be with you. Okay. You know what? Bold, what are you doing? Now, I'm glad we got a show back, but I'm like, yeah. storylines in this is like, why did you do that? It doesn't make sense. Um, yeah. It's yeah, stuff so that just doesn't make that. sense. And then Brooke turns around after going taking, you know, Riz through the whole annulment paper thing. You know, Brooke it gets the last word when she tangles with Quinn and Shauna over Ridge. It's like, why are you fighting these girls over this dude when you don't know if you really want to be having back anyway? It was like, girl, mm-mm. I think she pretty much told Riz that she that they were done. I think she told him that multiple times. Well, yeah, until the end of the week. 
But throughout mm-hmm. this whole week, she's been telling Ridge, like, I nope, I can't trust you. We we've done too much to each other. We're we're done. But then like you said, she when she gets in um Quinn and Shauna's faces, she tells them how they're each other's destiny and they will always love each other and you'll never have what we have. Well then why don't you go tell Ridge that? This sounds like you just gave up on your relationship, but when you're talking to them, it Let sounds like you, you still want to be with them. Do think it's so hypocritical? Because make up your mind. okay, granted, yeah, I mean, <laughs> he ran off to Vegas. She is. I'm done with you. Well, before the end of the week, I'm done with you. I don't know if I can trust you. You did blah blah blah. But when you kiss Bill, and then I think I don't know if this was Tuesday or Wednesday. She said you wasn't supposed to find that out. Oh. Oh, okay, sorry. I jumped ahead three days. Oh, that was Friday. <laughs> she said that Friday. Oh, runs oh no, together fine. anyway. Right? I mean, this storyline pretty much runs together and okay, could probably well, have been done that. in a I day. Mean, yeah, because they keep saying the same thing. Is that you have no remorse but, for what you did with Bill because you won't actually throw that out there. You weren't supposed to find that out. Really? That's what I'm saying, but then you don't want to trust right. him. I couldn't believe said, she said that. <laughs> I don't know if I'd be with you and blah, blah, blah. But you the one, it led to this. You, he can't be done with you when he ran off to Vegas, but you can be done with him. Right. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And she did kind of, she did say, which mm-hmm. I'm proud of Brooke, which is a, a rarity for me. <laughs> she did say, um, this is all of this happened because of that stupid kiss um and she took accountability for her role and mm-hmm. why their relationship is at the point that it is right now so i was i was it was kind of nice to hear brooke keisha did you um, notice hold herself that they accountable kept going back and forth one for moment once. they were at a peace with each other and then they would throw you know they would throw stuff back at each other but you went with oh, yeah. no but you did this i'm like okay maybe y'all don't need to be together Yep. Maybe you have... Well... Yeah. And that's what know, I thought the end result was going to be because they kept going back and forth with each other about who did who did next what. Next week is going to... I don't want to spoil oh, it, but next must week something is going quite interesting. So, we'll see. Alright. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I haven't read any spoilers yet. Okay. Um... Uh, okay, so you know what? Well, we're going to, instead of going day by day, because there's not that many storylines like with Young and Restless. All right, so the only three storylines basically, because Katie yeah. wasn't on, Bill was on a couple days. All right, so we kind of touched on the whole Ridge, Shauna, and all of that mm-hmm. Quinn crap, right? The other piece is this is Steffi and mm-hmm. the Pills. Yep. Oh my God. I'm like. Because it's not well, realistic. You, this girl was when before the, <laughs> you know Thomas, because she was like, "I need pills, I need pills." The pain ain't going, away. and then she made the statement which I posted in the group was, "I don't have time to heal. Um, your body has to heal in order for the pain to go away. You do need to make time right. to heal. You got broken ribs for yeah. God's sake. You know, I, go ahead." And that's well, that's where it—that's where it annoys me that Ridge hasn't stepped in and said, "You're coming and staying at 
or Ridge or Eric, really. You're coming and staying at at uh, mm-hmm. your grandfather's house, you and the baby, until you get better. You'll have help there. They've got maids there. They can hire a, a, a in-home nurse. They can hire a nanny for mm-hmm. Kelly um, to help her out until she yeah, gets better. Like, Stop, it's just, it's stop not being realistic. stubborn about this. Some of the You're just making things work. was like, okay, why this girl ain't got no help? Like you said, with the nanny and stuff, some of them was like, well, where's Taylor? Well, where's this person? This girl got broken, fractured ribs, and she's taking care of a toddler by herself. Yeah. And she, and the other thing, she's right. Right. The writers did a terrible yeah, job. Yeah, the writers this, did a terrible job asking, with the hey, you know, she, they could even make it, even though just say Eric and Ridge are not stepping up, she could easily call and say, you know, hey, can we get something? What happened to Amelia? Isn't Amelia like the babysitter for these kids and taking them to doctor appointments and stuff when she was at work? Okay, call Amelia yeah. over there to help you around the house. Yep. The writers are just not, they're dropping the ball with this one. Right. Go ahead. Yeah. And they could still, if they wanted to go down the line of Steffi being uh, having a a problem with these pills, I feel like even if she mm-hmm. had moved, you know, had moved into one of their houses to get assistance, yep, she could still easily have gotten addicted to those pills. They could have made this a little more realistic than just her being at home with Kelly by herself, trying to you know yeah. get around the house and still do but work and all. take care of the baby. At all, they didn't make this realistic at all. And even with Taylor, mm-hmm. like I know Hunter Tylo isn't isn't in the picture right now for the show. Correct. But they don't always have to show her. They could just mention her in passing. She could say, Oh, mom mom stopped by exactly. or mom came over or mom did this. Mom right. you know what I mean? I she, mean didn't, she don't have to Taylor be on camera Hayes for us to know that she's there. B and B, even though the the actress is not there. So they could eat like you just said, Oh, mom flew in to help me out last night. Right. It really helped, and I got some rest. And but they got Steffi up cooking. They got her picking this little girl up, bending yeah. down, picking up toys, and she was gonna even drive herself <laughs> to the pharmacy. And I'm like, writers, really? I mean, if you want a pill popping storyline, you gotta at least make it realistic. Yeah. At least with Jack Abbott, when he got addicted to pills, right. He was out. In the, he was in bed. He didn't get up. He didn't move around because I think it was an issue with his back or something. Uh, coming off of what was it when he was in that explosion or something? I think I don't remember. But but it wasn't where he was at Jabot every day. Yeah, I can't remember how that went either. You know, he got accidentally yeah. hooked on the pills. Yeah, they for whatever reason. I don't yeah. know. But this here is like. Oh, it's going to be Steffi's fault because she didn't sit down somewhere and heal herself. And then did you see Liam's face? Yeah. When, yep. Yep. Yeah. When he yep. was asking her about her you refill. You know where they're going with Because he thought right? she was done with them. Yeah. And Thomas. Correct. Thought, I, that's, I mean, I, I'm probably not saying that that's a the fact, custody of her child. I, to me, it's obvious. But go ahead. Um, I was just going to say I was annoyed with Thomas because he was like 
basically badgering her. Yeah, go. You need more pills. You need more medication. You need this and this and this. Call your doctor. I'm going to call him for you. And it's like, Thomas. Exactly. Uh, do you not realize how many pills she's been taking? <laughs> but yeah, I, I do think um, as far as the the mm-hmm. custody thing goes, I, I think that that's going to end up being a storyline. I don't feel like but I don't feel like it's going to be Liam trying to take mm-hmm. custody from her. I think I think Hope and Brooke are going to be the ones in Liam's ear telling him he needs to um, file for oh, custody of bad. Kelly because oh Stephanie can't, can't take care of I her right now. I do not want to go down that road, but that's where it's looking like it's going. I hope that they don't. Yeah. I would rather see them... I would rather see them have Hope being understanding mm-hmm. and supportive of Steffi because she went through the issue herself um, than yeah. her yeah, me too. being the opposite and just trying to take Kelly from her. Because they don't, even if she's going through that, that whole deal, they don't need to take her to court to get custody of Kelly. I mean, they can make sure Kelly is taken care of and that she's not in danger without mm-hmm. going through that whole thing and then making sure Steffi is getting the help she needs. Now I can see if Steffi is not admitting that she has a problem and she's putting um, Kelly in danger, then, okay, yes, you need to take her to court. You need to get custody from her because she's not being realistic about her situation. But if she's at least admitting her issue and she's willing to get help, then we'll just take take care of Kelly for, you know, however long it takes you to get through yeah. your rehab or, you know, if it goes that far. I hope not either. So I don't know. I hope I hope that they don't do a, a, mm-hmm. a the whole yep. custody thing like they Here's did the with other uh, thing. Douglas. I wasn't feeling Steffi being manipulative to Doctor Finnegan. She manipulated him. First of all, by calling him yeah. as a term of she did. And then when he was pretty much adamant about not giving mm-hmm. her pills, he was like don't you hold the oath of whatever it was. And she, he was like, yeah, but no harm. You know? Yeah. And, um, yeah. Yeah. She tried to manipulate him by using certain words to get bait him into giving, of course it worked, but now he felt he did something unethical, you know? And that's another thing. I'm like, don't change. It's one thing yeah. with this pill thing, but now you're making it like she's going to manipulate her way to get what she wants with these pills. Yeah, I didn't... But, what? I mean, what's your what's your call on that? Right. No, I agree with you. I kind of felt bad for him because I, I felt mm-hmm. like she pressured him. I wish that he would have stood up to her and said, I'm not doing it. I'm your doctor. I know what's best. You've had mm-hmm. enough. Um, you've had enough of these pills. Mm-hmm. I'm not, this is for your own safety. I'm not giving you any. So I feel like if they would have went that route mm-hmm. and had him deny her those pills, um, then they could have took the storyline a different direction. I and mean, that's true. Now Stephanie and is going and buying pills delay. illegally. <laughs> and I don't know if this, I hope they don't use this way to bring it together because now you know, he she knows that this dude likes him. Are you going to use his attraction or his interest in you to get what you want? I, I, I hope that they don't do that. 
I mean, because oh, yeah. now you're ruining that character. I mean, the yeah, forces just either. don't look good right now. They just don't. It's only three of them left. I'm on four because you got yep. um, Thomas, but <clears> Thomas, <throat> yeah. Steffi, Eric, and Rich. They just, the Foresters are just not, yeah, they a mess, exactly. Um, and then, of a course, mess. the only other thing this week was <laughs> Quinn trying to include Bill, and he's actually thinking about it. He's stupid. Yep. Don't go ahead. <laughs> but you know, Bill. I was gonna say, you know, Bill can't can't resist whatever woman he's in love with, with at the moment. With, uh, so Katie. he's I'm, the only person I feel sorry for in this whole mess is Kate mm-hmm. because she's gonna get screwed over again. Yeah. But you know what I think. I think if they end mm-hmm. up putting if they end up putting Brooke and Bill back together, they're gonna play it with Katie with her because this is how they always do it with with um, Brooke and Bill when it comes to Katie. Oh, you guys have always belonged together. Um, you make each other happy. You know, Brooke, you bring out the best in Bill. I'm happy for you guys. If this is what you mm-hmm. guys want, that's what they're gonna do. They're not gonna make Katie the bitter. Um, the bitter ex and her telling off Brooke about how wrong she is for again taking her husband from her or breaking up her marriage. She just she's gonna be the graceful, forgiving little sister and it's gonna make Brooke feel good about her yep. relationship. So to make we'll Brooke feel good about her relationship with Bill. In the next coming week. Um we we I will throw a nugget out there for Bold and Beautiful is next week that Carter does let Zoe know that he's interested in her. So we'll see where that goes. So we got a little bit of something something going on with those two, oh. which will be exciting. Right. Um, the big news that I did want to mention before we end the show is yep. the fact that there were several clusters of cases. I think it was, well, I don't say clusters, they said three. On the set of COVID-19, on the set of The Young and the Restless and the mm-hmm. Beautiful. So hopefully everybody is safe. I don't know what this means with production with both shows, whether we're going to go back to a break or what they're going to do. So we're still waiting on news about that. But the biggest thing, because I had to tell some folks in the group, because some folks is more concerned about losing the show versus the health of the actors and actresses. I'm more concerned about the actors and actresses staying safe because they all have families that they have to go back home to and we want everybody to be safe and healthy and that include all of our listeners. So we are done here for this week, August 17th through the 21st. We -hmm. look forward to speaking with you guys next week on both the young and the restless and the bold and the beautiful. Just please remember to stay safe, stay healthy Stay happy and enjoy the soaps. Did you got anything else? Yes, ma'am. No, I don't have anything else. I, I again okay. echo what you said. Everybody's staying safe and healthy, and hopefully, everything at the CBS studios. Um, it, hopefully, it doesn't turn out to be you know a, a huge issue with yep. the the people that tested positive, and there's not more cases that come out. For the actors and the, the exactly. behind okay. the scenes staff that All work right. on the, and until the next week, program. We will talk to you later. Bye bye.
Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at The Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, Long Haul, Die Hard Fans group. We are 29,000 strong and we would welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms such as via RSS so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.